0: the one and only Holy Moly Sacred Icon Show where we talk all things Halo and roast all things Yeah. <laughs> now with 100 episodes behind us, a television show looming in the distance and a brand spanker new Halo game on the horizon after six very long years, we stand upon the precipice of change. With four days left until launch and hype building to unfreaking believable levels. All eyes now turn to 343 Industries as they prepare to launch Halo Infinite. I'm Joshua Hargis, your co-host, Connoisseur Kindness, and join with me, as always, to infinity and beyond. Didn't sound like Tim Allen at all, sounded like the the one dude, Patrick Warburton. Uh, is the man who stayed up way past his bedtime recently because I demanded we go out on a win. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Brian Arvett. Brian, bottoms up, and the devil laughs.
1: Gives you something to think about, doesn't it, Josh?
0: Gives me something to think about all the time, every morning, noon, morning, noon, and night, Brian.
1: Think about these nuts, Josh.
2: Oh, got him early. Right
1: Hit him with in. the
2: reverse.
1: Right in, yeah. Re- reversal, yeah. Reversal. Here we are. Okay, Here Josh. Are. I'm stoked for this. This is Brian. This is the, it's amazing. I'm excited. This is the I'm episode. Bumped. This is the episode. One of the episodes we've talked about for over a year. It's one of those episodes we said, won't that be great when we get to that episode? It's the one that comes out right before Halo Infinite when that game's finally it launched. Be right. And here we are, and we got a lot to talk about. So before we get into it, Josh, how was your week? Man, it's
0: awesome. Well, the week itself was fine. I was in a five day stretch at work. That's what most people normally work, but because I work nights, it's kind of split. My days off are typically split. But I worked five straight so I could get to the
2: wicked week a weekend.
0: Because now I am on vacation for Halo Infinite, and I could not be more excited. I could not be more pumped. I cannot wait to play Halo.
1: I don't you got anything the dance. else left. <laughs> yeah, I don't get to see the dance happening. <laughs> yeah. What man. about you, man? How's your wiki been? Well, I'm in a very, I'm in a very good place right now because, yeah. So Josh and I are both on a week vacation right now because of Halo we Infinite. Are. <laughs> at the same time, we'll never probably again for the rest of our lives be on vacation at the same time. Uh, this is so cool. Junction of the Spears, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, the stars uh, are truly in alignment today. So, uh, so works behind us. Um, I so yeah. I've had I've had a really good weekend. So basically, I'm going to say to make a long story short, but it might end up being long. Who knows? But uh, so basically, I've been going back and forth on like you know, Josh and I have been doing Sacred Icon for a couple years now, and it's it's definitely a commitment, a serious thing, a passion we got all kinds of things in the works, you know, the the podcast, the YouTube and uh, the Twitter and Discord, all this different stuff. So I was like, I think I want to get an actual proper like gaming computer, desk, desktop setup to to do this stuff and hmm. we were we were doing all this stuff with a laptop. Well, Josh is doing it with a laptop now and I've been doing it with a laptop, so I was like, I kind of want to get a computer. Well, you guys know, these things aren't cheap, so I had to I had to convince my wife, managed to figure it out, managed to get uh, get a, a good setup here for a desktop gaming computer. And then we ran into this issue where I had ordered this desk online uh, for the computer well then the desk showed up and me and my wife put the desk together and it was like a, it was like a children's desk it was like like I had to put I my, picture my one legs of those plastic play school ones that are like
0: red and white and yellow and all Yeah
1: that. it wasn't plastic but it was like <laughs> fake wood and I had to like put my legs together to be able to get my legs in it and then like the chair was like like made was like bigger than the desk. And like, I could pick the whole desk up with one hand. It was just a piece of crap. So we ended up running it strong. Yeah. We ended up returning it. And then I took my old desk back from Erica and put it in my room. And then Erica didn't have a desk. And like, I'm somebody who likes to have really nice things and likes to spend money. And Erica's somebody who's like, Oh, I can just, I don't need it. Or I can just use something crappy if it's cheaper. And so after I took her desk, I was like, like wanting to get, I was like wanting to get her a nice desk and we went to uh, like a local restore. It's kinda like a like a goodwill or a salvation army type thing. Mm. And we went there and they had this desk. And Erica was like, Oh, this one might be good. And this desk, dude, it was stained, it was scratched, it was torn, uh, the 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 shelves were falling off. Uh, the it had some like some drawers that opened with a key. Well, the key was half broke off inside of it. This desk was just a piece of junk, and it was only fifteen bucks. And Erica was like, "Oh, this would be fine." I'm like, "No, babe, you gotta." <laughs> I'm like, Baby, you gotta have something better than that. You have something better than that." Well, then while we were looking at it, I, I, kept, I kept refreshing, checking the Facebook Marketplace, and somebody had just posted this really nice, brand new, three hundred dollar L shaped desk. Well, you know, L shaped, so there's like two different desks you can work right, on. Right. And Erica always works on writing and grading for school, and she also works on like art stuff. So it's like this would be perfect for her. and it was one hundred fifty bucks. And Erica normally wouldn't let me spend that much money, but I was kind of like, I'm making this executive decision. We're going to get you this desk. So We went and met this guy. <laughs> I offered him 120. Executive 120- decision. Yeah. Sometimes you got to. You know, if you're if, know if this
0: whole story is turned into a movie, I hope it's I hope Kurt Russell plays the part.
1: Kurt Russell in executive yeah. decision. That's yep. pretty cool. Yeah, it fits. Frighted straight TV, though. No, uh-huh. not Kurt Russell. No, not Kurt You're good. Kurt you're Russell's in the too clear. good for that. Um, no, but I offered 125 for this desk. Guy took it. So then we went, picked up the desk. So $125, we're loading the desk up. And I was like, you know, this is probably a shot in the dark, but you don't have a computer chair, do you? And he was like, yeah, I do. I was like, can I see it? He's like, yeah, sure. And he rolls it out. And it's the exact same computer desk that I have, or computer chair I have, like a nice Serta computer chair. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how much do you want for it? And he's like, uh, and I'm like, I'll give you 50 bucks for it. And he was like, "Uh, oh, I was thinking 75. And then Erica was like, we don't need to spend that much. And I'm like, we'll take it for 65 if you'll do 65. And he was like, yeah. So then we got, so now Erica's got a really nice desk for all her. She's got her own little studio with her desk for her. She runs an Etsy shop with art stuff, and and she, you know, she writes. She's writing a book, and Hell yeah. she's got her own place. And now I've got my own place for doing sacred icon stuff. So it's just been a really good week. Like yesterday, I was really happy about it. Erica was really happy about it, and then I was like, "This is a ten ten day." And Erica's like, "This was a ten ten day." You know? <laughs> so we're off to a great start. And it's it's easy to get in that kind of mood when you don't even have to work all week, and you got a new Halo game coming out. So. It's super awesome, but nice way to kick it off, man. Nice way Josh, to kick it off for sure. Since yeah. I'm, since that was a positive thing, let's let's jump right into the negative here. We got a lot to talk about, Josh. What do you think about this? And if if you don't, I don't know how much you've looked into it. Um, Josh and I haven't talked beforehand. What do you think of this whole like Reddit situation with Halo? Ah, oh, man, talk about? pretty
0: frustrating and frankly embarrassing to see the community get like that. It's pretty bad. It's pretty yep. bad place. Pretty bad time. <laughs> I couldn't believe. Uh, it had gotten to that point, you know, I'd seen a little bit of that shit popping up on Twitter here and there, but the fact that we're at, uh, bleh, Reddit was just, Reddit just became a shit show. And, you know, I see people that are always like, uh, Twitter's bad. Don't go to Twitter. It's, or I'm sorry, Reddit's bad. Don't go to Reddit. And other people are like, don't go to Twitter. It's, it's everywhere you go. Sometimes it's just concentrated evil all in one place. And it takes yep. various different forms in <laughs> websites, and it just happened to be Reddit. And uh, yeah, I saw Unishek's post. I saw Brian Gerard, and people just latched onto that stuff. And man, for as much as they posted, for much as they had to say, I thought, "Damn, can y'all shut the fuck up?" Like this was ridiculous, ridiculous.
1: Yeah, you- man, it's it's hard because, like, what I'm about to say is not an unheard of thing. People say it all the time. It's just a game right? It's just a game. It's just a piece of entertainment. This, this is nothing that should ever be, uh, inspiring people to attack or bully or harass. Um, it's just a game. It's just a piece of entertainment. Like it, like it matters in the sense that like, yeah, people, people's jobs depend on it. And like people buy the product and people are fans, but like in reality, Halo does not matter at all in life. Like it's just, it's a piece of entertainment. I know we're attached to it, but like but I feel like so many people say that, including us, they say, you know, it's just a game and be respectful. But then I see, and I, I can't, not only can I not bring any names up, I wouldn't anyways, because I wouldn't want to call somebody out like that. But like, I see people in the community that say this kind of stuff all the time. They say, you know, be respectful and, and uh, you know, it's just a game. And then I see them like later on kind of still being disrespectful and they're, and they're still treating it like it is the end of the world, and I'm like, I don't know. I think there's a little bit of dissonance there because I think some people say it's just a game and be respectful, and they don't really actually act that way in practice, mm-hmm. and then it encourages other people to be the same way. And the people that are just like just extremely awful, that are just like super toxic and stuff, it just encourages them further. So I don't know. I think, I think everybody, including ourselves, even could do a better job of continuing to like. To foster a good, positive. Place, now, be constructive.
0: You know? I mean, that's really what it comes yeah. down to, right? It's Cause, cause, like, like,
1: yeah, and I, that's another thing. That's another like. It's almost like a buzzword when it comes to games, like oh, constructive criticism. And we both say that all the time. It's like, yeah, give constructive criticism, but like, make sure you understand what constructive criticism is before you give it, because sometimes I've seen people's constructive criticism really just be you're being an asshole. You know what I mean? Like, right. And like, here's another thing to think about. Like, right? Okay, so like, for instance, like, and I know we might be all over the place with this stuff, but you're good the 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 playlists you know like oh there's there's not that many playlists in Halo Infinite right now and there's not even a dedicated Slayer stuff like that right I understand the frustration with that because it's kind of like you know why do we have so few playlists you know after all these years and after all the prior Halo games and how they turned out you think we'd have more and but here's the couple of things that I truly believe I don't believe that there's some malicious attempt to just not put stuff in the game I don't mm-hmm. believe that and. Even if that, even if that objectively sucks, even if we don't like that there's not enough playlists or whatever, or there's not dedicated Slayer playlist, still look at it like a ton of people put a lot of their lives and their time and their just their heart and soul into these games. And a lot of these people like their 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 husbands, their wives, their children are not getting to see them because they're grinding on making Halo for years, you know? And, like, this a, mm-hmm. it's a passion, you know? And I understand there's the Microsoft level, there's the corporate level, and even 343's own corporate level where it's like, yeah, this game has to make money, it has to be marketed, it's here it's here for profitability. Of course that exists, but there's so much passion and actual drive and care from the people who worked on the game there um, behind the scenes that I just feel like, should I just don't, like, I feel like it's worth bringing up that the play, not having enough playlists is an issue. Like, it's worth bringing that to their attention. Like, they should hear constructive criticism. They want to hear constructive criticism because it helps them make the game better. But, like, I don't know. I feel like we don't do a self-evaluation that that often. Like, if everybody says there should have been a Slayer playlist for a week and 343 has addressed it publicly once, twice, or three times, then why are we still talking about no Slayer playlist in the second week? You know what I mean? Like,
0: Oh, I maybe, know exactly like, it, what you
1: mean. You're kind of... At some point you're kinda you are kind of you are kind of just being a dick, you know, you're like it's kinda like, you know, you put out a sacred like we put out a sacred icon episode and like somebody's like, Oh, you guys forgot to do the patron shout outs which I don't think we've ever ever intentionally forgot to do that, but someone's like, You forgot to, you know, put out the patron shout outs. It's like, Okay, but you know, what do you think of the rest of the episode? The rest of the episode. Oh, well, the rest of the episode was great, but I just can't believe you didn't put the patron shout outs in. <laughs> It'd be like, Really? Like, come on. Like, I, I get it. Like we made a mistake, but like You know, maybe not have enough playlists was a little bit of a mistake. Right, can we
0: please appreciate just what's there? And I get it. I get the frustration on every... That's the thing is I think everyone can get around to how most people are feeling with this. But the thing is this like 343 is clearly saying, we hear you, we understand. Here's ABC reason why. And most people I get are like, we get it, we don't need a long answer. We just feel like this should be simple. And they're trying to say why it's not so simple. I feel like... I'm past it. When it came out in the first week, even the first two weeks, I was like, this does seem kind of bare bones. And it is. But, you know, we did get the game. We did get half of the game two weeks early. And I they did call it a beta. So I'm sure what they were trying to do, even though I'm probably wrong on this, but from an optimist's perspective, it seems like they were trying to. Like, this is why you do this shit. This is why you do a beta. And even though it doesn't feel like a beta, this is still why you do that. And you get to test that out. See what people want. And you also have so few playlists so that way you can really see the statistics better. They're not so spread out. And they probably need that for this game because it's just it's more of a service than it is what we're used to before. This is a whole new type of Halo. And I think bottom line at the end of the day, people are just having trouble coming to grips with it. The newness of this has worn off. And people are now settling into this. They're either getting... They've gotten through the battle pass or they've gotten real far into it. And they're seeing there's not much there now. And they're realizing, holy shit, is this going to last me a long time? Am I going to be stimulated by this? Because usually most Halos at launch have more. I think people just got to chill out. This game's campaign is about to come out. We just got to be respectful. These guys have been waiting. Like We were supporting them and now suddenly we're all like... Yeah, we're mad at you guys. Yeah, that's not enough. They're doing everything they can. We can't... You you just can't change the fact that what's done is done. This game came out the way it did. But they're trying their hardest. And these people are being way more transparent than a lot of other developers we get. And even if you don't like what they have to say, they're still sitting their asses in a chair and probably taking an hour to type up these damn responses for y'all. Like, we need to be more respectful of this. Doesn't mean you have to like it. End of the day, I'm not a huge fan of how bare bones this release is. But damn, do they not deserve that kind of stuff? We're better than that.
1: Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, like, I don't like I have sure I have like personal complaints, but I don't I don't feel taken advantage of. I think that's something important to to mention. Like, there are there have been cases where I feel like a developer took advantage of me, or I feel like a developer like li- like really lied or was malicious in some way. Like like Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, you know. Like I feel like when we got that game, it was just like, come on, guys! Like not only was this not ready, period. Don't like,
0: break the, my heart. Yeah, you,
1: you broke Josh's heart. you love me again? But uh, not only did you, you Go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll keep I'll no, keep okay. singing it.
0: I like that song. Keep going.
1: Um, no, uh not only did you was it obviously not even close to being ready to release, but the 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 uh last gen versions of Cyberpunk were atrocious. Like I was just talking was about like, this
0: with Jeff. You look at yeah. you look at how little of that game got patched up and what new stuff came out this year that game still would not have been ready right now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. And, and, and like, about. for instance, like, I mean, even, even, and once again, I, I honestly don't think, th- I don't think there was any malicious intent, but even MCC, when it launched, it had a lot more, there was a lot more fair criticism to throw at that. Cause it's like MCC was clearly, whether they knew it or not. And I'm, I'm, I'm inclined to mostly believe what they say about how MCC launched. But the fact of the matter was MCC was pretty much just a, a jumbled broken product that couldn't do most of what was told it was going to do. so, but with, with Hit Infinite, they've they've created a really strong, fun product. And they really kind of, what's there is kind of, they didn't really lie or, or withhold details like this is what it is. And, you know, let's just kind of, I'm kind of going to wrap this in, Josh, because this was going to be another topic for later, but I think we're already kind of in it. So let's just wrap this in here as well. Wrap these I'm nuts, Brian, in the tortilla shell. Oh, you, you say wrap them? I said wrap them. Wrap these nuts. Oh, wrap them so tight, they're going to pop right out, and you're going to be screaming. Plop, plop. Yeah, plop, plop. just like that. Yeah, but then your yeah. voice is gonna be—you won't be able to. You won't be able to talk anymore. It'd be crazy. Um, I love it. <laughs> Josh is like, bring it on, bring it on. Um, people are gonna be like, but what is it with Brian and Josh? Like, just horrible things are happening in nuts two episodes in a row. You know, just some some pain. <laughs> um, no, but, okay. I'm gonna make a statement. The statement about uh, a way I feel, and I'll see if you agree with me at all, Josh. Maybe you yeah, don't. Get up, get up on the soapbox, forth, Brian. Though. Yeah, um, I feel like. And this, some people listening who think we're shills, they're gonna be like, they're gonna get enraged. But I think we were too hard. I think we were a little too hard on the on the, the battle pass progression stuff the last time we talked. Oh yeah. Um, I do think there are real problems with the battle with the with the progression. You know, I do think it. I don't like paying twenty dollars for an armor set. Um, but I, I I've started to kind of take a step back and go, you know, I don't I don't I don't I, don't, I think we might have been a little too harsh on it because. I understand there's a lot of people out there, including myself, honestly, that would rather just paid $60 on December 8th, got the campaign in multiplayer, and then the cosmetics, you know, would just be there and you wouldn't have to pay for them. But there's a couple things to think about. One, they didn't choose to do it that way and they didn't do it wrong. The fact that they wanted to release this as a free-to-play multiplayer and have microtransactions as the way to make money in battle passes, I think it's an okay decision. You know, I'm not saying it's the decision I wanted, but I don't think they're objectively doing something wrong. They need, it's designed this way to make money from the cosmetics. I don't think they're doing something wrong by selling an armor set for $20. I don't care for that. And if I was going to buy it, I would prefer that it was cheaper than $20. I have things to say about that. But I feel like, you know, and I feel like other games are doing this. And I know there's somebody listening who's going to go, doesn't matter if other games do it. Two wrongs don't make a right. That's the thing. I don't necessarily think it's a wrong. I think they gave us an incredible product for free. And then they gave us these options to buy these cosmetics. They're not required to enjoy the game. They're not required to play the game. You, you can't get better at the game by buying these cosmetics. It's not pay to win. So I, I've really come around to feeling like okay, they've chose to have cosmetics you can pay for, and the only way to earn it is to, is to pay for it. I get it. I don't really like that, but I think it's fair. I think they've earned this. It's it's a good game, and it's free to play. Um, I also think you know, and, and we did say this in our defense before, but like we you know, we play the game for fun. You know, so we don't really need... It doesn't really matter how the progression's going. We're just playing for fun. Like, I think, actually, I think the playlists are probably a more fair argument than the progression. And, and it, it's probably not been blown up as big as the progression has. Playlist actually affects the the fun of the game. You know, I, mean? I do
0: see people getting more upset about that now, whereas yeah, I think like the first first more. week into is definitely but more the Battle you see that progression.
1: Like, and don't don't get me wrong, like progression needed fixed, and it still does, but like you see them come out, they did the 50 XP a match, and then just a few days ago they did the, okay, you start off the day, you get 300, 300, 200, 200, 100, 100, you know. They've increased this XP. When you see people just flying through the ranks already, even me, somebody who hasn't got around to playing a lot of multiplayer, me casually, I'm 22, which I know that might sound low to you guys, but like 22 out of 100, I, I really haven't played a lot. Um, so I feel like, you know, they're trying to design this game around a free to play model and, and progression and having content come out over time as a live service. I just think we were too hard on them. You know, I think I think and and to be fair. When you and I were our hardest, I still think we were respectful. So I'm not I'm not worried about that. I, I don't need to apologize for not being respectful because we always were. Um, but I do I do think we were a little hard on it, Josh. What do you think? Do you see where I'm coming from at all, or do you think mostly like we were just we were fair the first time, and and that's all there is to say?
0: No, I think we were a little bit. I mean, it's just tough because it's just so different than what we're used to with any other Halo game. It's just the newness. I think is a, is more the bigger factor. You know, it's the the big change. And that's going to really create a bit of a division for people and it didn't at first I think most people just were so excited to get a new halo in their hands because you did have a vast majority of the community that was like I can't wait to not play MCC anymore. I can't wait to not play five anymore that they just took it without looking into it and it feels like biting the hand that feeds in a lot of ways with how a lot of people are handing handling this Mm -hmm. and it's frustrating to see because it's not encouraging feedback, and as much as I don't like a free-to-play well, I do like it, but as much as I don't really want it for Halo, in a sense, no, I shouldn't say that, as much as I don't like the way this has been rolled out, Hmm. and what little we've gotten, I still appreciate that they're showing you know, that they are listening to everyone's feedback. I mean, it'd be different if this came out the same time it did, and they're not telling us about stuff they're going to be implementing post-launch of the campaign, but they're already telling us that they're te- they've already tried to make what little changes they can in the meantime, and they're telling us this stuff's going to come soon, and they're telling us it's not going to come as soon as we want, but they are going to make these changes and they are going to adjust this stuff. Unishek himself said, you know, he doesn't like that you have to get a, you know certain challenges, for example, just like trying to get kills with the Ravager a certain amount of kills with those. It's just like, come on. And you shouldn't have that. And I think that's a problem too. I think, you know, and I think that's really what needs to change with the progression system. I don't mind that it takes a while to rank up considering this is like a six month battle pass. I think they need to space that out to keep the content flowing while also sifting in new items weekly through the shops. They got to find some way to do it because they're in trouble with that and they know it and they're not trying to milk it. But If you have a six-month season, people, you know, you don't really want your your community to blow through it real fast. You know they're going to and you don't want to stop them from doing that. But at the same time, you don't want them to reach the end of the rainbow and realize there's nothing else. You still want there to be stuff there. And I think they mean well. It's just the first time 343 has ever done something like this. And you look at stuff like the challenge system, or I'm sorry, just the challenges themselves. And it's like, that's stuff that I think they'll clearly change because is it worth it going through all this stuff for the Willow T armor? Is it worth going through the, all these weekly challenges for this current nameplate cover or the emblem? No, it's not. It's honestly not. And most of those are directed toward game changing uh, mechanics, basically. You know, getting 50 or 5 kills with the commando, getting X amount of kills with the warthog turret, um, winning X amount of matches. Playing in a Strongholds. I can't play in a Strongholds match if y'all don't put me in there. So then people are upset because they can't have those individual playlists. They don't have the Slayer. They don't have that. I get it. So some of that stuff needs to change because it's affecting how players play. I think they need to push things more toward win X amount of matches, win, you know, accumulate this many amount of points, accumulate this many amount of assists, things that are going to reward you for actually playing good, selfless, and being a team player. That's stuff that's going to help actually funnel people's performance in the game and give people a better experience rather than get this many kills with these weapons. I don't blame them for going with this approach at the start because how could they have nailed this at the start when this is something they've never done before? It's never been
1: done in Halo history either.
0: Sucking at this stuff is the first step to being good at it. They're going to get there, and it sucks that we have to wait for that. But at the same time, I'd rather have to wait for that and see it get good and get this for free and have more people come in than have it be gatekeeped and have halo be what it's always been. We're already getting so much of what it's already been and trying to get, we're getting that nostalgia factor. I think people just got to sit back a little bit. It's like Brian said, they know this feedback's out there. They've heard it, you know, big problem for a lot of people psychologically is they feel like if they don't put their opinion out there, um, the people who feel differently are just going to run wild. And it's almost like yeah. by silencing yourself, your, are Letting that become the narrative. But they've already heard what we're saying. We just have to let them prove to us that they're going to make those changes. And they are. So let's, in the meantime, just try to enjoy the game. Because ultimately, it's damn fun to play. And we should really hone in on that.
1: Yeah, and that kind of segues well into what I was going to say. Because I feel like if you're about to type or say something or or voice an opinion, stop for a moment and ask yourself, will will this hurt the devs? And I'm not saying... I can already hear people saying to me like Brian, I don't care if it hurts the devs like they need to hear it. I'm not talking about good things like if you want to tell a dev that you really wish that there had been better more playlists and that you're you know that the lack of playlists is making you you know feel like you don't want to play as long that's fine but like when someone when someone goes on there and they're like, I'm not even playing this game until you guys fix the playlist you know I', I I'm, I'm not I'm just not even gonna boot it up. I'm just gonna play something different. Can't you, you... Come on. You can tell in your voice, like, you're trying to hurt the devs. You're trying to, like, be... And maybe there's some that's bias true. there for sure, yeah. Maybe that's... Sometimes I think people are just saying that to be butts to kind to of to get a reaction. But sometimes mm. it's true. But the thing is, if it's true, you don't need to tell them that unless you're wanting to be a dick. Like, if you have decided that the game is boring because there's not enough playlists and you want to quit playing... Just quit playing. You don't need to tell three. You can tell three, four, three that you wish there was more playlists, but you don't need to go and talk about how they're not going to play their game anymore and it's boring and you've already moved on. Because guess what? Your number isn't going to show up. Though, if people leave because it's boring or they want more playlists, they'll see that in numbers. So they don't need you to come on there and be a exactly. Diss. I just think, I just think like respect is just, it's just the number one thing, you know. And I, I hate when I put on Twitter, like I, I call for respect. I just say that we should have respect above all. And then there'll be people that literally have the 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 gumption to come to me and say no, they don't deserve my respect. And I'm like, who are you? What do you mean they don't deserve your respect? You know? And
0: I think like just people have, get confused in a world of Twitter where that has a character limit. People just take words yeah. as meaning different things. Like res- you having respect mean what doesn't mean what
1: saying you like everything they did. I mean, so I mean to kind of put like a wrapper on this conversation about Battle Pass. Uh, me and Josh think the battle pa- think the progression could be better. We think the playlist could be better. We think there's issues with the game that need to be fixed, and the time that they can get fixed. Um, so those things are objectively, you know, we feel that way, of course. But you know, we also feel like, hey, you know, it is what it is. This is where it's at. They're, they've said many times they're working on these things, and we're happy with the core game. So I, I think we we're a little bit. I think the whole community as a, as a whole is just a little bit going a little too heavy right now and i'm not even talking about the reddit stuff the Reddit stuff's just ridiculous that stuff's just stupid i'm talking about even the more level-headed people the more level-headed twitter community um even them probably just you know we probably just said this you know when you, you tell somebody something so many times over it starts to really hurt their feelings i could tell josh i'd be like man dude you look like you didn't get some sleep last night you know damn and he's like, laughs, you know? He's lying, though. He's I... not
0: being honest. He's just saying, for example, because <laughs> Yeah, no, Josh looks handsome. amazing right now.
1: But uh, <laughs> You look too. You look handsome too. Bro. Look amazing. <laughs> um, thanks, Josh. Um, but if flannel. I tell Josh seven times in the day that he looks like dog shit, by the seventh time, he might be like. Brian will you shut the hell up okay I'm sick of hearing it you wouldn't you know, even like, take it to seven <laughs> it, would not take it. It. it wouldn't even take to but seven. I, like, I get it like the first time it was funny point. the second yeah. time it was still a little funny third time I'm like dude shut up fourth time I'm like okay I'm about to slap you like yeah we get it you know they've heard that you don't like the progression they can't fix it in the flip of a switch you know mm-hmm. so but since we're talking about going too hard on things um <laughs> that's funny that's <laughs> uh, sorry I've been watching too much The Office Oh, um, I love it. N- yeah, I love the office. <laughs> um, another thing I'll touch on, I think Josh kind of disagrees with me on this, but we went really hard, and actually, Josh even more than me, but we both went hard on the Pulse Carbine in the last episode. Before
0: we go into um, that, I do have some closing thoughts on that other
1: Okay, stuff. yeah, go ahead. We'll get back yeah. to that. Go ahead. No,
0: no, no, I do want to talk about the Pulse Carbine. So, I think people, like if you're someone listening to this and you are having a hard time with this, you're probably having fun playing the game, right? But you're a little frustrated at where things are at right now and it's different for you and you don't like maybe you're just on uh, you're in the middle ground you know kind of trying to weigh the pros and cons of this i would encourage you to remember and reflect on the fact that this is the first halo game out the gate to be cross play and not only that it's the first halo game out the gate to be playable through three different xbox consoles being the one the one x and the series x and even the series s so four really but Four different genera- well, four different Xbox consoles and PC all playing at once. Different processing power, a lot of different stuff going into that, a lot of different um, ingredients into those recipes, right? We have to be more forgiving of that. And I don't blame them at the same time when I think about that. It's easy to write that stuff off and say, well, you guys should have been planning for this beforehand. I get that, fair enough. But I'm pretty sure, guys, they already had enough on their plate trying to get the multiplayer right, trying to get the maps right. Trying to get the campaign right, trying to get what they could out the gate for us, and in the midst of a pandemic that's gone on for, you know, soon to be two years. If anybody tells you know, me the
1: pandemic's not an excuse, just just walk the other way. Right. I'm, I'm not, you I'm know, not entertaining it, that conversation.
0: Bottom line, I mean, it, it's valid to be frustrated with this stuff, but it's new, and we won't be having this conversation as much in a year or two, I think. And it's just because with Halo fans. We all get a little too obsessive and we haven't had anything to eat on for six years. So everything's getting dissected as everything did prior to this coming out. We just have to be patient. They know of our concerns. Let us, we need to give them the chance to prove that they hear us. Yes, they say it, but let us give them the chance to prove it. And then if they don't, then we can really have some more constructive conversations about how this is bullshit and we're being wronged by this. But we need to cross that bridge when we get there. Until then, let's just put trust in them to deliver on what is already a fun product to play. We've supported them this long. Let's not drop off now.
1: Yeah, I mean, and you know, I I know some people, like, I, what I'm about to say, some people will be like, well, Bungie did this, and Bungie did this, and this, and this. But I get that. But, like, Bungie... And I think 343 honestly deserves this title too. But Bungie's one of the top tier developers in the industry. And they made some of the best, most respected selling games of all time with the Halo series, right? So I know when a game comes out, a Halo game comes out from 343 and there's less features or something's not there, people go, oh well Bungie had it, you guys suck. It's not like how do I how do I put this into perspective? It's not like 343 is just trying to build a competent game that people enjoy, and that's it. They are trying to continue a game series that has a, a, an amazing legacy, you know, that's loved by millions, that's one of the... It's iconic. It's it's huge. It's one of the biggest games in the industry. Like, they're... It's like when you... It's like somebody gets a job, and their job is to... Like, I don't know. I, I, I can't really think of a perfect example. Like, let's say I went to go work with Josh, you know? Uh, Do it. I'm probably... I'm probably going to be competent when I start, but there's no reason to believe that I should be as good as Josh. You know what I mean? And that's not a really good example because I know, and people will be like, well, 343's had Halo for 10 years. You know, why aren't they? When Bungie had Halo for 10 years, they were really. It's just what I'm saying is we shouldn't compare it like that. We should look at what 343 has been able to achieve themselves, not compare it to Bungie. What, like, just in the instance of Infinite, what I see is. Some of the best gunplay, like at Halo gameplay, that I have ever felt. Amazing equipment, amazing fun to use weapons, a beautiful art style. 10 maps at launch, and none of them are bad, and they're gorgeous. All graphics.
0: Looks gorgeous yeah. now. I mean, runs buttery I'm, smooth for me on my Series X, at least. I know some other people yeah, are having dude. some issues, but at least their performance is great.
1: Absolutely. Um, amazing uh, performance settings for PCs and different rigs. It's playable cross play. Um, you know, I, I'm amazed that the map. I like all the maps because I'm used to just even Bungie, Bungie and three, four, three days. I'm used to okay. I get a new Halo game. Here's two or three or four. I'm gonna think are shit that are maps that are shit that right. I just play on for the he- hell of it. But I don't really like them. I like all the maps here on some level. Um, and obviously, we haven't played the campaign ourselves, but we've seen a lot of previews. We've heard a lot of things. Obviously, no spoilers here. But the campaign seems to be Promising. really shaping up. It's something awesome, and it's just. What what 343 has built is so good. Like, if you saw another studio make a game that wasn't called... If somebody, like, let's say Ubisoft made Halo Infinite, but it was called... You know, it wasn't Halo. It was a different series. But they made essentially the same thing. Same multiplayer, same open world game campaign, but it's just... It's based on different characters, different name. If it was a really good game, people would just been like, holy shit, this is a great game. I love this. Ubisoft right. knocked out the because park. Because it
0: doesn't have doesn't have the association yeah
1: yeah but because it's 343 and it's halo and you know bungie's legacy it's just like everyone's ready to shit down their throats at everything well that's the
0: problem for me too is where i come from with that is because it's like you said earlier about 343's had 10 years it's like well yeah they've had about the same amount of time now but what most of those people forget is the fact that they inherited the franchise they weren't ones who conceptualized it so they're essentially playing off someone else's saved game and trying just to still deliver a same product. It's like if, for you guys who play Dungeons and Dragons out there, it's like if one person is the dungeon master for many months of this campaign and then suddenly someone else takes over the same very campaign, but it's a different dungeon master, it's going to obviously be different in some ways. There's obviously going to be a learning curve, trying to get back and try to do it a way that can honor what's been b- there before, but also... Uh, be fun and original and and spice in some new things. You know, they never get enough credit for that. I mean, they deserve criticisms for sure. They've not been perfect. You know, there's been a lot of issues. You think of things like Joe Staten coming in, Chris Lee going out. Um, crazy. And we're all happy for Joseph Staten coming in. But I still feel bad for Chris Lee at times. I still think about him. I wonder what he's thinking of Halo getting ready to launch. He's got to be excited. But they went through a lot getting this game going. And... We just have to be a little bit more forgiving. I'm not, it, 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 I mean, not saying don't don't give them shit. Just find a tactful way to do it. If you're pissed, don't be like, hey, the fuck are y'all doing? Just be like, man, guys, I'm having a fun time with your game, but this is like, it's, it's being a little bit of a killjoy. Is something going to change with this? All you got to do is you can find a tactful way to let them know you're bothered, but you don't have to go shit down their throats. It's the hand that feeds come on if they're not if they don't if you're sapping the energy out if you're shitting on them constantly, do you really expect them to want to put out products for us? Are they still gonna do it? Yeah, because they're a company owned by a corporate entity, but I would rather have them want to do this stuff and be filled with motivation to do that stuff. They've waited X amount of years to do this and now people are gonna shit on them guys come on you've waited they you've, you imagine it you're you're in this studio this fucking cubicle for years and then you're home not seeing your coworkers, and you're trying to work on this game for x amount of years and you're waiting and you're waiting and you're going through all the trials and tribulations of everything your fans dissect anything you put out you're probably feeling like you have to walk on eggshells and then The multiplayer comes out, the feedback's good, and then everyone wants to turn because the honeymoon phase is over. We have to be better than that. We just have to find ways to be more constructive in those moments. We have to be better people. You know? Nobody's perfect with that. And 343 is not gonna be. This is first time they've ever done this. This is a brand new Halo, and it's only their third real official Halo. And even then, they had a lot of cooks in that kitchen trying to make it happen. It's a big game, and there's more to come, and it sucks. It sucks that your journey's just beginning. But, hey, at least – we are I, I feel like if you can jump ahead in three years, Brian, right, it's going to be so cool to have what we have with Halo Infinite as opposed to maybe a typical Halo that we could have gotten. I sure as hell didn't want another big team battle Forge mode. Yeah. I don't want to hate on you guys who like Forge. But that shit was whack. Don't ever put that in official playlists. That's gonna that's gonna be where you see Brian and I get real upset and it's gonna be hard to keep our composure. And Brian, we love
1: Forge maps, so we just don't like the aesthetics. And then as far as Halo 5's big team battle goes, that wasn't really a big team we'll battle. Well also just
0: to. don't ever put them in official playlists. Don't
1: ever No, do I that. mean if if they had real if they had official aesthetics, I would be playing sure. it. But sure, absolutely. not not yeah. just the plain but only flat then. stuff. Uh, but no, I just think, just, just I mean, the final TLDR to that is just, I, I want people to have their actions meet their words. You know, it's like, um, like when people say, oh, I care about the health of the employees more than I care about the game. Well, when you're shit talking them and hurting their sanity, like the, you kind of going against that, you know, it's always easy to say, like, it's kind of, here's how I compare it, right? So you're in a relationship with your girlfriend or your boyfriend or whatever who's listening, and you say to yourself, oh, I take a bullet for them, oh, I take a bullet for them. And you feel in your head, yeah, you probably would take a bullet for him. You're pretty confident about it, but you won't do the dishes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you won't, like that? Seriously, that's like relationship one on one. Like that. Everybody knows that when you're in a relationship, it's like, well. It's
0: also just like it, you know, like you'll 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 be willing to help somebody else, uh, clean their clean their house, but for some reason you won't clean yours. You know exactly. Just, yeah. It, and it is. It can be a bit like an abusive relationship. It's about give and take. And they gave us this in advance. They gave us it earlier, and we were all happy. And. They probably did know this shit. They probably did know this stuff was bad. They're more self-aware than they get credit for. And that's probably why they called it a beta, because it was going to be a bit of a safety net. And in one sense, you know that it was frustrating at first, but now that the honeymoon phase is sort of over, I see why that was a smart decision. They gave it, us, they gave it to us early, probably knowing of this stuff, and that's given us time to get all this stuff out. So then when the game launches on the 8th, they've already covered that this stuff is going to be changing. So that's not the conversation. And they don't want that. They also don't deserve it. I don't give a damn what anybody thinks. They don't deserve that right now yep. when they put so much time into it. Criticisms has its place, but right now, I mean, these are these are people, like Brian said, and I want them... I don't know. I think Price said it in the Discord. Uh, I want to give whoever said it credit, but a big part of this is just really coming down to... I think three four three is trying to manage crunch better too, and that's why we may see some of this stuff roll out slower. And
1: that's a great point because we always talk about wanting to improve crunch, but then right. once once we see the results of improving crunch, then we're like, oh, I didn't mean it. Actually, I would have preferred you crunched. Right. And I got co-op at long. It's easy you know, to it basically
0: it's easy to say you mean something. It's a different thing to put it to action. And yeah. I think that's where we need to be at is really consider that. And I may, some people listening to this are going to be like, no, no, no. I get what you guys are saying, but no. But just chill. Just chill. Remember why you like Halo. And just focus on that. And and let yourself doing, be
1: excited. I think they're doing a great job, honestly. Like I don't think they're doing a perfect job. I think they're doing a great job. Like I, I can't think of many games where, that I've got, I've, I've got where like the studio is this receptive and willing to work and, and interact with the community. I
0: think they have and so much work so to do. But yeah. man, am I happy to see the direction they're going in. I think my biggest concerns were going to be the maps. You know, do they look fun to play in? They do. They look beautiful. Um, the weapons, as we're about to go into, uh, offer more complexities than what is actually there initially when you when you just use some of them. Um, the game just plays good, really good. It's damn fun to use. And I am having an absolute blast. You guys, the other day, I played with Brian, and there was a moment when I was fighting an opponent on Behemoth. This warthog comes flying at me. It's Brian. I grapple shot on to hop in with him oh, as a passenger. Was, I laughed so hard. And as this is happening, as this is happening, Brian jumps out, but the car, the Warthog, is still going. And I hear that it's about to blow up. And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I hop out. And then I'm trying to run as fast as
1: I can Before away. Before you hop out, you accidentally swap seats.
0: I did. I swapped seats. I jump out. while it was And burning. then it takes my shields down, and someone got the final shot on me. It was hilarious. And it's creating those 30 you seconds thought you could fun? trust
1: your boy, Brian, but I just left you in a burning Warthog yeah you didn't even say anything you just hopped out just but like, to be fair. to
0: be clear to give Brian credit on this one Brian didn't, didn't do it on coming. purpose the grapple shot happened it was all instantaneous happened so fast but my point is this game is fun to play it's creating memories for people we just gotta give it time unfortunately that's, that's the case but the juice is gonna be worth the squeeze because we're gonna get a lot out, out of this title that we never got before and we don't we're looking at it like glass half empty And and we just gotta give it time
1: yeah, Josh. Uh, speaking of that, going to that pulse carbine, right? Pulse carbine. Yeah. Here, here's my thoughts on that, Josh. We said last time, uh, we said we didn't like the pulse carbine. We didn't understand why people used it. We didn't think it was very good. Kind of dogged. We dogged. Not kind of. Totally dogged the pulse carbine. Um, since then, I've put. I've, I've taken the effort because it was so relevant in my mind. I was like, okay, we've made fun of the pulse carbine, so I'm gonna start picking it up more and using <laughs> yeah. it. Well, I kind of discovered. Wow, I just. I don't feel like I was using it right. Like when I have the pulse carbine and I'm in like a. More mid to close range, it just shreds their shields up and it does mm-hmm. so much damage. So I've really come around to uh, thinking the pulse carbine. It serves its own role in the sandbox, and I think it's. I don't think it's a bad weapon. Uh, it's probably one of my least favorite weapons to use for fun. Uh, for fun purposes, but uh, yeah, definitely went too hard on it. Um, I, I think it. Uh, I think it's a good weapon. It's just uh, it's not. It's not my favorite, but it has its uses, and it's one of those things where it's just like learning how to. Learning how to like use it and, and understand what the goal of the weapon. Absolutely. Is. So, what about you, Josh? Do you still? How do you feel about it? The I definitely feel part. better.
0: It's still. Um, I'm still waiting to see that payoff, but I can tell I was wrong about it too because it shreds through shields the way yeah. these energy weapons should. These plasma weapons should. Yeah. You know the kinetic ones. It even tells you in like a loading screen. I think what their what their uses are for, and they did that in previous Halos, but now they really pack that kind of punch. I feel. And I'm thinking of a map that has something like OS. And then you have that uh, Pulse Carbine. And um, it's going to shred through that.
2: Shred it, bro!
0: And it's going to get right through it. And that's what you need when you have something like OS and you're trying to put a stop to that person. I feel like it's going to even the playing field so much. And I think there is so much more of that in this game than there ever has been in another another Halo. I'm thinking of things like the Skewer that... It's an actual weapon outside of rockets that would lock on in Halo Two or the Spartan laser. Yeah, it's something else we have now in the in the sandbox to put a stop to these people who would just troll with the vehicles constantly. And I feel like every weapon does have a purpose. I felt that way in Halo Five, but I feel like it's a bit. Some things are a bit more obvious. Some things aren't. But the cold, pulse carbine even in tracks people, dude. It has like yeah. an auto aim that sort of well, tracks if them. If, if
1: you're you up shoot close, promises. it really just it just it's hard like if, if you're up close shooting it and you're you know you're aiming decently like yeah. it's just shredding their shields and there's just like you can see their health going down quick
0: yeah there's I'm not aiming. too far of a gap where it'll still track them and stuff like that and that's really handy if you got people if you're playing with friends and you guys are having focus fire moments it's definitely going to come in handy and i'm realizing that more and more and i'm picking it up more and more i haven't really uh had the payoff yet with it but i know it's coming Definitely a good weapon.
1: Yeah. What, what do you, Josh? Like, what do you think of like the other weapons in the sandbox? Now that you've had more time with it, like, is there any weapons that you felt closer to or further away? Ravager from? Ravager
0: definitely needs to be buffed slightly because yeah. I'm not seeing that used enough on matches like Stronghold, where I feel like it should shine. It would be great to have that be such a focused weapon to push for to pick up, because if people are holding down a specific point, a like King of the Hill style, then Someone comes in with that ravager and can absolutely soak them out of it, can force them out and funnel them for other teammates to to pick off and stuff like that. It needs to be buffed for that purpose. Um, you know, I'm not seeing it used em- enough in those games, but I do like the potential for that to be good. We've not really had a sort of ground—I uh, don't know what to call it—but just a, a ground splash. You know, like yeah. weapon like that before. It's still a little
1: different. I like it. I like the Ravager. I just agree it's not it's not really perfectly like right now. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing is like it's because like we we dogged the, the pulse carbine because I just didn't like it at all and I didn't think it was that great. I've always liked the Ravager. I just think it's I think it's too weak objectively. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. I like its design. I like what it's designed to do. Um but yeah, I mean I think with the sandbox of weapons, there's there's weapons that I always want to use and there's ones I don't want to use that much. But I don't really feel I, I last last podcast I definitely felt like Pulse Carbine was a bad weapon. But I don't feel like now I don't feel like there's really any bad weapons. I feel like they all are good in some in some form. And obviously the Ravager does
2: a, a, a little bit of Futuristic reflection. A little bit of reflection. A little bit of reflection. This ain't Halo 3.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, that was beautiful, done. baby. Take us forward, Brian. Um, Take us forward. Well, well Josh, what that. do you think about, because this is from your notes, and this is, a—I mean, I think this is a good thing to bring up, but My we notes, haven't really got to. My notes, notes, let's go and eat some oats. What's up? What you got, baby? Very nice. We Thank really you. haven't got to experience this ourselves, but you were kind of talking about uh, the weapons and how they perform in multiplayer versus how they perform in campaign, and what right. we've kind of heard is it's different. They're not the same. What have you heard, Josh.
0: Well, that's what I've heard too, and I'm eager to get to to try that out because I think a lot of these weapons are going to feel much more rewarding in campaign and then through translation, feel much Back more rewarding. Weapons. Yeah, retroactively, I agree. Because I think of something like the pulse carbine with all these sub bosses we're going to have. They're probably going to have shields and shit. If you can find that pulse carbine, you're going to be so glad you have that as your secondary. You know, being able to just shred down their shields. We've seen that Absolutely. they have shields. It's going to come in handy so much. And I think of a. Uh, what is it? The I forget the 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 dynamo, the dynamo grenades.
1: I love those dynamo. The dynamo,
0: grenades. The, dynamo. the dynamo. Hit me with a dynamo. dynamo, Brian.
1: Dynamo. He's got the t- double dynamo thighs. Oh fuck! <laughs>
0: <laughs> the dynamo. But you have you have stuff like that that's really gonna that's really gonna pay off substantially. Things like the drop shield I think are gonna be equipment that definitely pays off better in campaign. But um, yeah. we're gonna see. We're gonna have those moments that kind of teach us how to better use. It's it.
1: unusual, right? Because we mostly get to experience this stuff alongside the campaign, right? You know, I know there's been betas in the past, but for the most part, you know, we're experiencing them like all together. And now we've re- we've really, if you, especially if you played the flights, you've played a lot of Halo Infinite with no campaign. You no, know mm-hmm. I mean? oh, absolutely. Uh,
0: I mean, you look at things like Grapple Shot, for example. That's really going to be a bit of a game changer, just in how you traverse an Infinite campaign. Yeah. So even then, I mean, I'm. I'm I'm so fluid with it now, dude, when I use it in multiplayer, but it took me time to get, to get used to it. And I think all these new weapons are. There are some that are a little too similar. Like, there's the shock rifle, and I forget the other one. That's like a rifle. And they are different, but they do still, like, I don't know, they're a little too similar to me. But that's just because I don't fully understand them, and I know I need time yeah. with that. And I'm going, the campaign's going to help me with that, because multiplayer sometimes is just what you can get your hands
1: on. Well, kind of to wrap up this section, Josh, what do you what Rub are your these like thoughts? He can't twice, but I guess it was the same once. I'll let it pass.
3: Um,
1: <laughs> you don't have a choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. What, what happens if I say no? You know? But to be fair, I don't have a choice. You
0: hit
2: me up
1: with the sound. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, so, Josh, after after several weeks of playing it, the play the multiplayer, what are your kind of like takeaway thoughts? Where are you at right now? And let me go first. so I kind of give you sure. an example of what yeah, I'm asking yeah, set for. Hit me up. Um, so. I am different than a lot of gamers out there, whereas I play Halo multiplayer in spurts, you know, uh, here and there all the time. I never really just go hard on it. I never grind it. So I feel like after having this game out for weeks, not much has changed for me, like in a good way. I am still playing Halo Infinite's multiplayer just as much now as I was the day it came out. We played but a little
2: yesterday.
1: Yeah, but once again, to be fair, I'm not, like I said, I don't grind games. I don't grind multiplayer. So, like, for all of you listening or for those who follow big Halo YouTubers or whatnot that have seen people playing Halo Infinite's multiplayer eight hours a day for weeks, they're probably really complaining about playlists, really complaining about lack of, of content or whatever. But for me personally, with just what we have here... It's so much fun, and it's so tight, and it works so well, and it's also free to play. I don't even have to have Xbox Live. I just hop on it you know, once every day or two for a couple hours, and I'm having a blast. So nothing's changed for me. I'm still having a great time. I still feel just as strongly about it. I guess the only negative thing I could say is, yeah, for a content creation world and a, and a streamer life, um, I could see you know add two or three or four more months of this exact same content onto what we've already played. I can see that getting really stale for people because it's just it's gonna feel like oh this map again oh strongholds again like I can see that being an issue but for me personally it's still great I think uh, the TLDR is um, I love the multiplayer it's great it just it just needs some more content you know we've said we've said bare bones release a couple times um, it's true it needs more but it's just so strong that I've seen several people online go you know. I'm kind of sick of the same old content over and over again right now with Halo Infinite, but it's so much better than all the other games that are out. Battlefield 2042, Vanguard, Call of Duty Vanguard, they're just like, I just keep playing Halo. People are like, I I want more content. I'm sick of doing the same thing, but it's the best shooter there is to play. So they keep playing it. So yeah, Josh, where are you at with it now after a few weeks of playing Halo Infinite? Isn't it
0: funny, man, how much the conversation used to be around sprint, whether or not that should be a thing and how much that changed the game. And now that's that argument has now evolved and it's into something completely different yep. with battle passes. You know, I, I don't think we're going to have to wait too long for these kind of major updates when it comes, because I think most people are kind of lumping them in with the uh, seasons. And I don't think seasons are necessarily going to mean that's the herald of new content, new maps, new modes and stuff like that. I don't think that's a one in one thing. I really yep. don't. And I don't, and even if it was, even if they did say that somewhere, I do look for that to be something that changes because This is a service. And I think the seasons are more going to be focused around themed gear to earn and less. And I'm sure we will get updates within those two that will give us additional maps, additional modes and so on and so forth, so forth. But like we just had the Fiesta event, which gave them time to test out uh, the Fiesta match type. And I know a lot of people have issues with that and stuff like that. But again, it's helping them. They're going to put it out there. They're going to get it in there. But it's a lot of testing. This is still technically a beta. I don't like that, just like any of you. But it is what it is. I'm trying to embrace it. There's a difference between accepting and embracing something. Accepting says I'm taking this for what it is. I don't have a choice or whatever. You know, I'm just I'm, I'm rolling with it. But embracing is more like you know what? I just I'm, I'm welcoming this and I'm welcoming whatever this ends up being. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with it in that sense. I'm gonna let it be the ever evolving thing that is Halo Infinite and how they change it. And just let myself enjoy what I can. And therefore, focus on it. The more it's the same thing as your person in real life. The more you think about bad shit, the more you're just getting yourself in a bad mood, and the more it affects everything and how you talk to people. The more we focus on the good, the more it's going to get that train rolling, and we're going to chuck a chuck a chuck a chuck, and we're going to keep going, and it's going to pick us up a little bit. We're much more in control of that stuff than we think, but it's easy to just cast it out at other people like three four three because they somehow wronged us when really they just gave us a free thing. They did it. It was very consumer friendly experience they're giving us. And they they deserve a little bit of slack for that they really do but yeah, the I mean, only um, the major compl-
1: game it had no content you know when right. the game wasn't out there was no content now we're saying there's not enough I mean I right. get it it's still a fair complaint well, they just can't
0: the win they, you know it's you it's know? hard and and I get some of it but also there's better ways to go about it I think the my biggest complaint honestly Brian that I have at this point is just map rotation has to get improved ASAP. I think yeah, that's map something rotation that shouldn't doesn't
1: seem, I, I don't know what the algorithm is, but it just seems like I just play the same maps over and over right. again.
0: I'm sure that's, you know, I'm not going to pretend to know what that's like, but that that's something that needs to, it doesn't seem like it'd be that hard of a fix, but I shouldn't have to go a whole day um, waiting to play on behemoth. For example, I shouldn't go an entire day trying to get to a strongholds match. And I know other people are out there like, that's why we want in a slayer game type, have objective yeah. game types and stuff. We get it, but, my point is not that. My point is saying that they need to transition through these maps better. They need to transition through the the match types better. And what's there is fine. I like personally right now that I can go in and do that because with Halo 5, no one played objective modes. They didn't go into those playlists as much. Yeah. And Brian, no, I'm and I like CTF.
1: Playing objective. I think yeah. CTF
0: is honestly my favorite mode. I do enjoy Slayer. I know we got a lot of you Swaddies out there that enjoy that shit, but like right now I'm just enjoying getting to go through that cycle because no matter how big this player count is, when they start divvying it up, there's going to be some that people don't get to play. People are not, you know, you hear it in MCC, you've heard it in five. It's going to happen in infinite Two, where they're like, Oh, I want someone to play team doubles. No one plays team doubles. I want someone to play this. No one plays this. There's going to be ones that don't take off as well. And that's why you see with halo five. That's why you see with MCC that sometimes they rotate these in and out. So again, I don't blame them for going with a, a quality approach over quantity right now, as much as I want quality or quantity. But right now I'm having fun. And I also don't need to earn the stuff like Brian. Uh, you know, Brian's the same way. And I like that That stuff's there. I bought the battle pass. I'm probably always going to buy it, but I don't need that. That's not going to keep me going. Yeah. It's going to be the game. That's fun to play because I played Halo 2 on Xbox live in 2006 and I had nothing to gain except one to 50 and that was enough it's still enough so
1: so for, for final thoughts josh to to put a cap on that um for the, for after several weeks of playing this what would you say your multiplayer halo infinite multiplayer experience is out of 10 with what six out is of 10 right now and six out of, 10? Six okay. Out of 10 okay i'm at an eight out of
0: 10 oh, I, yeah. I think it's to be yeah, fair think, though guys yeah. fun factor i'm probably having like an eight or a nine out of 10 I just, six is more objectively speaking, like a five or a six, I think, for me. Because it's, I, I agree with, we pretty much agree with where everyone's coming from. It's just not going to get on board I think fun factor is a 10 for me. I get that.
1: Yeah, I get it, that a the lot. Fun, the fun's 10. The only reason I bring it down to an eight is, is because of, is mainly because of the lack of playlists and poor, poor map rotation and, and progression. Well, it
0: also does you bother know. me now that I think about it, that the HCS teams are, like the armor coatings, yeah. are clean and chrome as fuck shiny and beautiful yeah. but the ones you have by default are not and it's like i have to pay twenty dollars for a team i don't watch i don't know i that's that's something i hope changes i, I hope yeah. changes i don't want there'll my smart
1: i'm sure if we there'll be youtube videos or reflections on halo infinite after it's been out for two three four five years and it's gonna be a lot it's gonna do me a lot of oh changes. yeah
0: look at mcc now and do we want this to be mcc in a sen- in a sense? No, but also, come on, is that really such a bad thing? I mean, we don't want it to launch in that state, Yeah. but the game's playable. I got to play multiplayer right away. But guys, I mean, damn, look how much they love that. And this, th- that wasn't even a service game. We didn't even know what live service games were really at that point. So yeah. we now we know, and four has had a little bit of time with that, a little bit of experience, despite this still being new.
1: It's got to give them time. Josh, uh, did you watch the IGN Unfiltered with Joe Staten? I
0: listened to it. I didn't watch it, but I listened.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was yes. pretty good. It was pretty it was, I always Joe Staten's always so pleasant to to watch. You know, you like the guy and then you see him in a new interview and you're like, I like him more." You know? Yeah, I he thought it would be changes. cool. And, he wasn't. and it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to you Major Nelson. That's all Shout we'll out the old throwback. Major Nelson um, with the game yeah. for gold deal. <laughs> I'm surprised, Joe Staten. Uh, he was he was forthcoming about something I thought he would have kept to himself, and I, I assumed this. I really did. Um, but he said that, you know, when he was announced to be working on Halo Infinite, he had already been there, right? You know, you know what I mean. Like he'd already been there, and it kind of sounds was, that like, was big. That was big to hear that. Yeah, because it kinda kinda was the show like he knew that they were going to delay it a good chunk of time before it was delayed. Like, right,
0: and it goes to show that it, when we hear this stuff, they've already had this stuff planned. We're only hearing about it. You know, like I, I don't <laughs> think this,
1: I don't think I have this knowledge for sure. But it, I was kind of drawing the conclusion. It kind of seemed like maybe maybe they kind of knew it was going to be delayed at the reveal in 2020. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of what I was getting. I'm like, okay, that's very interesting to find out. It seems to me like what Joe Staten really did is because he, he's pretty he's pretty honest. He's like, he didn't really like add a ton of like straight content to the game. He did add make some suggestions about like Marines and campaign and such. But what he sounded he like he really did is he was like. Here's what we're going to hone in on. Here's what we're going to focus on. We're going to delay. We're going to set this aside. Yep. I was going to say, this, he very much you know,
0: seems to be the one. It seemed to more or less confirm that he was the one who ultimately decided co-op, not being there, launch Forge, not being yeah. there. He he had he to go in and make what, those decisions.
1: Yeah, I mean, Microsoft said, we, Sorry, Microsoft said this is what we need. And he's like, well, here's what I can do you know, in this time. And I think, right. I mean... If if he had tried to get it all there day one, then he probably would have needed another year without it being broken. And Microsoft's mm-hmm. not going to give another year. I mean, Joe talks about how expensive it was to delay a game that was supposed to be coming out in 2020 a whole year. That's a whole other right. year of paying employees working on the game and not getting anything from it. You know, so Which, it was a really great interview. Ryan McCaffrey
0: gets always gets something good out of the people. He oh, absolutely, dude. Got to love Ryan. He asks the great questions, and, he, and you could tell he preps for that shit. Do I still wish this game? Could have came out as a complete package even a year from now just so it could have launched in a... In a we would always prefer that, state. but it's
1: just not realistic for a business.
0: Yeah, it's know, not realistic sure. anymore, and we're we're trying to be positive about that type of stuff. We're trying to embrace that type of stuff. I thought the stuff was was awesome. I think the biggest thing, and you can talk about this, Brian, uh, I think the biggest thing, though, was actually Joe talking about the original ending for Halo 2. That was See, a bomb.
1: I thought you were going to bring that up, but to me, that that was that was almost a, a, a nothing part of the interview because I'd already really? heard that. In past interviews. I thought he, that was amazing. Well, Ryan McCaffrey asked the same question to Marty O'Donnell like six years ago, and Marty O'Donnell said the same thing. So I was like, I've already heard this. Yeah, but
0: damn, you do know? I love hearing it from Joe. His, uh, like, he's the, yeah, the writer's cool. mouth himself. It's just like that. Yeah, it's that cool was... hearing it
1: from Joe. Man. It does sound like what we got, like what the Halo 2 uh, original ending would have been. It would have more or less been a, a much more condensed Halo 3 that was just attached to Halo 2. Right, and not only that, but he said
0: was... he really aimed for that to originally to be Arbiter's story whereas now yeah. you look at Halo 2's legacy and it's both hence why I think Halo 5 tried to take inspiration with the lock approach but
1: Yeah, that very could be much true. You know, and I I think there's a lot of people who don't want to admit Halo 2's an Arbiter game. I mean, in a sense, I mean it really is pretty 50-50 but like out of Joe's own mouth like that was supposed to be the Arbiter's game. Halo 3 was the one where they kind of brought them together. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was a great interview. I really enjoyed it. Did you see the one I can't remember everything that was said because like, there was 117 questions. But did you see the Game Informer I one? I did
0: see that one. And that one was, that was They were really like, what too. are you, you, know, you going to talk about
1: Halo 5's marketing? He's like, I'm not touching that. He's like, I'm yeah, not going to talk no. about that. He was so funny in that. Yeah, He's a Loved it. I, I love Loved him. It. I also saw a little bit of... Uh, he was on the, the G4 the G four uh, show. I'm so um, glad
0: G4's back. Great yeah, it's really Adam cool, Sessler.
1: man. Nostalgic. Um, but yeah, he was talking about the grunt voice and how when he does the grunt voice... That's not actually, like when he shows people the grunt voice, like in an interview, yeah. that's not the grunt voice he does to to, to do the grunt voice yeah. for the game, right. because being that register for so long would, would drive his throat crazy, so he kind of just <laughs> yeah. barely does it, and then it comes through with post-editing. But yeah, really, really good stuff from, uh, from Joe Staten in those interviews. He's making the rounds right now. It's cool. It's good to see him back. He's probably got to be looking, he's got to be looking at his career and just going, wow, I, I'm in this situation where I'm like, I'm head of this project, and 20 years, and here I am going talking about Halo again. I also love that he just continues to talk about how ODST was just the best thing of his life. You yeah. know, like
0: I know Ouija out there is like, hey, you
1: know? yeah, <laughs> so much, yeah. yeah. But you know, the other biggest ODST. thing he talked about in there was it,
0: it. He was asked if you know, this is it for him, if launch is it. Or if he's going to be sticking around. He definitely, he didn't answer directly, but he definitely made it sound like he's going to be on board for a while, at least.
1: I was going to say, like, I was surprised because I figured he wouldn't answer it, and he, he pretty much didn't answer answer it, but the way he did, I, I, I got the vibe more that he's going to stick around, which yep. I always thought he wouldn't. That's,
0: know? yeah, same page. I thought he was going to dip out, but no, it seems very much like he's going to be there for a while, and that makes me feel very good. Very, very good cool.
1: about it. yeah. yeah. Uh, Josh, we got our final episode of Halo 2 Artifacts. Um, I know on the last episode of the podcast, we talked about the first three episodes. It's four episodes total. It's finally wrapped up. It's with uh, Andy Dudinsky, uh, Bravo Dudinsky, and Mm -hmm. um, Max Max Hoberman. Hoberman. It's been amazing. Me and Josh have loved it. We've talked about it so much. It's so good. But we had one final episode. Um, Josh, do you remember what was like, what was kind of one of the big things you took away from episode four of Halo 2 Artifacts? Do you remember?
0: It was, uh, I mean, it was just pretty cool to hear a lot of the cut content. I mean, you could see how it's just the game that I think Max uh, planned initially was going to, it would have been completely different. Halo, as we know, it would have been completely different. All the different weapons, the different vehicles they planned, even different pickups. There was one where I think he, he, I don't know if it was in that fourth episode or or one of the other ones where he mentioned... Yeah, the speed one and stuff like that. Haste. Oh, feast. Yeah. But there was a no, speed. Ha- no,
1: haste, Josh.
0: <laughs> haste? Jesus Christ. I got to pick um, up the
1: feast power up. Makes me run fast.
0: Hell yeah. Because I'm hungry. No, I mean, uh, you but, run slow, no. I mean yeah, but there was one he mentioned talking about uh, speed, though. And I remember it was like basically sprint, but it was like a sprint pickup and stuff like that. I mean, then observer mode, which was basically a spectator mode. That was something that would come later yeah. along the lines. But. He was a, you know, he was ahead of his time. Um, different medals, um, different voice lines. Obviously, like they talked a bit more about the uh, specific voice chats ones where like you would have, they wanted you to be able to have the grunt filter, the Cortana filter, Chief even, and none of those really got past the initial um, stage. But we'll see. A lot of a lot of ambition there.
1: I say the the big the big conclusion I draw here from the end of this Halo Two artifacts is I very much like I put it in parallel to what we're seeing with Halo Infinite, right? Because so here's here's the interesting. Let me put it let me put it into perspective for you guys. So when Halo for everyone who can remember playing the original Halo Two, when Halo Two came out, you booted up the game, right? You had campaign, you had um, split screen multiplayer, and you had Xbox <coughs> Live. Excuse me. And then for customizing your Spartan in Halo Two, you had. You change the color. You can change the primary and secondary color of your Spartan. Mm-hmm. You could change the emblem, the emblem color, and you could you could be an elite, right? Right. So when you get Halo Two as a package, when you go to the you know we're talking about two thousand four, when you go to the store and you pick up your sealed copy of Halo Two, you are opening that package and putting the disc in, and you're feeling like you have the complete game here. You're like, here's my full campaign, here's my full multiplayer, and everything. Right. But when you listen to Halo Two Artifacts, it becomes clear like you kind of. Like, don't get me wrong, Halo 2 is my favorite game of all time. You know, in a sense, I wouldn't want anything to change about it, but you didn't get the full game. You know what I mean? Like, Halo 2 was a game of compromises and cuts, and what they shipped in that box to you was not the complete game.
0: Gives you something you to think about, it. doesn't it?
1: Gives you something to think about, doesn't it? Halo 2 c- cut stuff, cut content. Um, Brian's head Josh is like I threw Brian off of that one (laughs) yeah Um, but no like that's just how games like there wasn't live service internet wasn't as big back then so like Mm. when they shipped Halo 2 in the box that was hey this is what we got finished we also cut off part of the campaign there's also a lot of pop in there's bugs um, there's maps we didn't put in, there's modes we didn't put in, there's observer stuff we didn't put in, there's more customization we didn't put in. But when you got that game, you know, without the prevalence of the internet and understanding the industry, there was no mm-hmm. Halo 2 artifacts back then to listen to. You just feel like you got this full game. It felt like when you opened Halo 2, it felt like this is everything they ever wanted to give you, complete and done. Right, it, and I mean, you,
0: you didn't know yeah. that there was more, so you didn't want for more. Yeah. You were You're supposed happy to be a mongoose in that
1: game. Like, but but really... in reality... They had, if they had 100% of the game they wanted to do, Mm -hmm. they got 78% of it done, cut it off, shipped it in the box. So when I kind of compare that to Halo Infinite today, it's just interesting, right? There's pros and cons. Obviously for me as a consumer and as someone who's almost 30, I look back and I'm on those days of getting the game in the box complete with the instruction manual. I look at those fondly. I I prefer that. Miss them. But it's it's a lot of nostalgia. But you see the pros and cons here because like Halo Infinite... Halo Infinite to me seems like a game that they were able to create without compromise because of its live service design. They can say, we're gonna deliver to you day one a competent, hopefully mostly bug-free campaign and a competent multiplayer suite, and it's gonna be polished and good, and that's what you're gonna get, but because of the live service nature, it's pretty much it's pretty much boldface said out loud, this game wasn't done. Co-op's not ready. Forge is not ready. Playlists need to be added. Progression needs to be tweaked. So it's kind of like the pro and the con is like, the the con is like ignorance was bliss, right? When we got Halo 2, we got Halo 3, we're just like, wow, full package, done. Amazing, day one. But the the pro is, they don't have to be as compromising. If they want to, like by the time Halo Infinite's 10-year plan or whatever's done, and I, I don't know this for a fact, but we're probably going to have several campaigns. We're going to have 20, 30, 40 maps. We're gonna have the biggest, best forge mode ever. We're gonna have this amazing open world co-op experience. We're gonna have endless customization. And when that game is done as a live service, when they finally put the final nail in and say, okay, this live service project has reached the end of its life. Now it's just on maintenance. We're not gonna continue to add anything anymore. We're gonna have probably the biggest, most ambitious, feature complete, polished Halo game ever. And that's only doable in 2021 because of the live service model so that's the that's not me defending it because you know me and josh you know we don't like a lot of that live service stuff but like that's the pro right you can listen to halo 2 artifacts and then you can look at what's happening with halo infinite and go hey this is this is max hoberman and team getting to do everything they wanted just over time it doesn't have to be done by release yeah i
0: mean imagine if they had gotten to add in a lot of that stuff from halo 2 into the in in, in dlc you know something like like that yeah it gives you something to think about doesn't it
1: you just have to think about it. Halo 3 would have been a completely different game because all the events that happened in Halo 3 would happen in Halo 2.
0: Yeah, my biggest takeaway from that though is it makes you feel for them because if I was in their position, I mean how how much I don't know, how much of them feels maybe bothered by people enjoying what Halo 2 is today when they knew how much better it could have been. How much was got to be, that's got to be tough. Like
1: t- I would think, as somebody who was integral to that project, I would think when you look when you look at a copy of Halo Two on disc yeah. as one of those developers, you probably got to be looking at like a disc that never was completed, like an unfinished right. project. It's got to
0: know? be it's got to be hard because you 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 look at something that you were attempting to give your all with, and you already did go so hard, sacrifice so much sleep, eat so much junk food, so on and so forth, with all the yeah. sacrifices that came with that, and then not get to see a result in what you were trying to at least even though they were a committee try to do, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's got to be hard. And and Halo awesome. 2's legacy is just so different from what they intended it to be, and I'm sure they're happy that we even loved it as it is, but man, that's a shame. I feel I feel for them at the same time, but the, uh, overall shame to see that come and go so
1: fast. Halo 2 Artifacts, okay. guys. Got to Got to check, check out. out Halo 2 Artifacts. But this is what I was going to ask Josh and he we're on the same page. I was going to ask Josh, I was like, "Okay, Josh, what do you give Halo 2 Artifacts out of 10?" And I was going to say, Josh is always like, man, Brian, does everything have to be out of 10 with you? But uh, Only because I do it out of five, but I don't mind. Oh, out, out of, of five? That's okay. Yeah, let's do it out of five. Let's do it out of five. So what would you give Halo 2 artifacts out of five? And I'll go first by saying I give it a four and a half. And the reason I give it a four and a half is because it was too damn short, man. That's what I'm saying, baby. That's what I'm saying. I need saying. more content.
0: I need more content. That's sweet, sweet content. Yeah. I give it a four, Production four and a half out of five for yeah. the same reason. I wish the episodes would have been longer, but only because they were so good. And I wanted more. I thought Andy did such a damn good ass job with the editing, knowing when to explain what something meant that was more industry, uh, yep. you know, hard to understand. And I think uh, Max just provided a lot more insight than we even got to ever hear about
1: before. They genuinely had interesting stuff to say. It wasn't one of those we things we listened to it and like oh, the biggest thing that revealed was like, oh, you know, this was supposed to be blue when it was actually green. It's like, no, they actually revealed yeah. stuff. that was really cool. And Andy's I almost just... feel like selfishly, I almost feel like I would have preferred, it's just selfishness. I would have preferred that Andy was just like, boom, here's a three-hour YouTube video that I just didn't even announce, and here it is. And it, it was all that content in one. Because then I would have been like, holy shit, juicy three-hour documentary. <laughs> but since he's like, I'm starting a podcast, here it comes. And then it was four, like, 40-minute episodes. I'm like... Shit, that's it, man, Andy? Come on, I need this to go for like, this needs to be every week for at least three hours.
0: Well, I think yeah. this is going to be great motivation for him to see where maybe he what, what he does next. Maybe he'll not With do anything like this, yeah. but he's had such receptive so feedback. And, and Max, too. And Max on there says, as he always says, uh, he can talk about Halo multiplayer all day. And I love that about him. Yep. That's why he's one of my favorites. You can tell. My favorite. You can tell
1: us the truth. Yeah, it's the damn truth absolutely no the, the content was so good and andy did such a great job of of, of production and like you said filling people in for things we might not known about and asking questions and max mm-hmm. was just all too all too ready to tell them things you know like i absolutely. think there might have been one or two moments where max was like can i say this he's like i'm yeah i'm gonna let's go ahead, you know, say it. So, <laughs> yeah. it was awesome yeah, it was. um it was great josh do you want they there was this amazing actually we got a few of these but there was this amazing trailer drop for halo mm-hmm. that was called Forever We Fight. Do you want to play that together here and we'll yes. kind of like share our reactions to it? Get that
0: live reaction in
1: the forever, moment. Okay, Forever We Fight. I got it pulled up and when you, you count down from three and when you say one, we'll hit play. Forever We Fight, Forever We Win, hanging out with the Miami Dolphins. Okay. Mm, get it, want it, need right. it, have it all, ready, bring it, ooh, take it, ooh, let's ooh, taste ooh. it, see what it tastes like, put some seasoning on it, go.
0: Boom! Three, two, one.
1: Here we go. Little kids. Once again, even though I was shared by the Halo Twitter account when this started, I'm like, What game's this? You know, I didn't know it was Halo.
0: <laughs> okay. When I first saw this, these kids are out here and I'm like, Oh my god, is it so good to see Halo live action shit again? I always yeah, get excited when they do this stuff.
1: That's, every that's time. integral, like that's something that doesn't get talked about enough. Like that's integral to Halo as a product. Like you gotta have that live action marketing.
0: Halo three started it. It really did.
1: Yep. Yeah, this is uh, shepherds trying to defend their flock from wolves. Pretty cool, and then man, I I don't flashed
0: into like World War One, I, I think.
1: Yeah, I'm always so illiterate about this. Like, I'm not sure. I, I guess that's World War One. I. I mean, I
0: no, of, I'm the same way too. I'm not as educated on this as I probably should be, but
1: uh, just great production values, though.
0: Yeah, man, when that window blew up the first time, I thought that chick like blew up.
1: I know, I thought she blew to pieces. I'm like, no.
0: Yeah, I was like, holy shit! They're showing this in a halo. Camera. Yeah, I'm like, that was dark. Yeah. So dark. Well, I think this is just so moving, too, because it's showing people have to stand and fight. You know, people yeah. who wouldn't normally have to be heroes are, are kind of forced in the position to do that. This is like that. some
1: kind of life preserver-like
0: dude. Reminds me of the Wasp. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Totally
0: reminds me of, Or the Hornet, maybe? I no, that's know. the
1: Falcon, isn't it, from Halo Reach? It
0: might I be, I could be wrong. Yeah, it might be.
1: Then we got, like, an astronaut.
0: Going to space. Going to spacey space for the first time in this timeline. That's really cool to see. Or at least go through a black hole.
1: Yeah, I, I think know. they're going into different, like, galaxies.
0: Yeah. It's amazing to see that, This just
1: though. looks so... Like, I wonder... Like, I have pretty good ideas, but I wonder how they do this. Like, I mean, most of this is, like, CG computer work, but... Right. And people in costumes, but... Gives you something to think about, doesn't it? It just looks like such a... Gives you something to think about. <laughs> Master Chiefs are... I want... If I would. I want to see that armor and because that's got to be a costume they made, right? right. Like I want to see that in real life, like in front of me. Yeah, so cut
0: awesome. to each one of them, they have their moment where they're like, "All right, I'm going
1: in on this shit." Going I love no more, that. Yeah. So moving. Yeah, it is. It it really like it puts the hope behind Master Chief. You know, like, it really inspires does. that bravery and hope. So cool, oh, dude. Become, become is such a good. Yeah. Yeah, it's dude. It's grip,
0: you like, had yeah. believe. Now it's the era of become, and I love that.
1: It's very cool. That was that was a, definitely a smart approach for them.
0: Definitely, definitely. I, I just love the, the mentality of it. I love the fact of uh, of, of these ca- these characters that will rise to the occasion. I mean, Chief is a super soldier, but it's still showing that you know we're ordinary people. You know, it's like when you saw the game. I've never seen the um, well the belief stuff from one the diorama and just the people talking and made you feel like it was real and it existed. But then also yeah. even just the damn Game Fuel commercials. That just made yeah. you feel like you, could be, you were going to be. A running hero. towards the
1: screen and then he freezes and it's yeah. undo. I mean, I, I think
0: that's that. so what's so integral about Halo is feeling like a normal Joe, whether you're male or female, and becoming someone else, you know, and becoming yeah. the super soldier who can save everyone. And that feels so good. And becoming something more is a, a beautiful thing, I think. So, yeah.
1: Absolutely. Josh, let's go right into Carry On the next. The Carry next, uh,
0: On. All right, Carry man, let's on, do it.
1: Okay. We will just...
0: Ooh. Was that "Carry On, with Wayward Son"? No, that was yeah, beautiful. but I said
1: "Wayward we Josh."
0: I know, but oh my god, that man! That makes me want to watch Happy Gilmore right now.
1: Oh, anyway, like uh, let me, two. <laughs>
0: yeah, that was golden, man. That was really good, Brian. Let me count back from five, starting with five, four, three, two, one. Here we go. Here we go. So it Keep seems like a continuation
1: down. of the trailer we just watched. Yep, much much shorter. Get to
0: see a little bit more of it here. It's on the spike I grenade like on they the made one Bruce brute look
1: real. Cause I remember, you remember the Neil Bloomcap Halo Three, like yep. uh, that one. The Brutes looked like more or less just as good here. I mean, yeah. a little more CG here, maybe. Well, this just oh,
0: grapple shots the brute hammer right out of him, right out of the brute's arms, picks it up, mm. slams right into the brute, and see stuff yep. like this. The, the main reason why I wanted us to cover this one was because it gets me so excited for the Showtime show because obviously it's going to look even better. You just oh, got you know. You just figure it's going to look better.
1: I'm probably going to love that Showtime show no matter how it turns out because it's just it's just a it's a Halo TV show that's got like full backing and I just want to like experience that you know dude
0: that's just going to be man I can't wait for for next year and just in terms of content overall I mean all the stuff that's going to be coming for Halo Infinite but the show you look at things like you know more Star Wars stuff new Jurassic movie um all this other, the Lord of the Rings, all this other crazy stuff that's just going to be happening. So excited! 2022 is going to be packed. Content it's gonna packed. It's going to be popping. I can't wait. Absolutely. I like to play I Can't Wait by New Shoes. Anyway, Brian, are you ready to watch the launch trailer?
1: Yes, finally. Everybody, this is, I feel like people were like, when are we going to get the launch trailer like in May? <laughs> <laughs> like the game's not coming out yet. Well, yeah, that's we you know whatever. when we're in
0: the end stretch here, when we're in the end yeah, game. Yeah, like if they're putting trailer. out the
1: campaign launch trailer, like, okay, it's it's time. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready whenever you want to count down.
0: All right, five, four, three, two, one. Here
1: Boom. Go. Rated T for teen. I love this line from Cortana that was back in the June, you know, that if you knew you were going to die, how would you live differently? She's always got one of them damn-ass iconic
0: lines in these games. Yep. That's when you know it's going to be good. Look at the yeah. Infinity, man.
1: I know. It's just getting wrecked.
0: Getting brickety wrecked. Didn't check itself. Got Esherim taunting it up. I not even talked about it's, how I've been It's funny how Wars the conversation coupe.
1: on this game used to be how bad it looked. And it just looks so good. like So good. Look,
0: good. look at what a little time and a little bit of loving can do.
1: I love the pilot. I don't even know him. I just love him.
0: Oscar Meyer. Yeah, I can't wait to see more about his story. But his friendship. I like that Chief's going to have essentially him. It almost seems like he's his new Johnson in one sense. And then weapons mm, obviously I get what Cortana. you're saying. Yeah. Oh, look at the gameplay. Oh, God. I can't
1: wait to kill Covey. Well, not Covey. I anymore. know. but banished. I can't wait. Oh. No, that's what I've been waiting for, man. Like, you know, I love the Halo multiplayer, but I'm all about the campaign.
0: Yeah, man. Oh, and that music's kicking in. Chief is driving out on Zeta Halo, running over. Jackals, this man. it's looks like oh. there's
1: so much room to explore. It's insane.
0: It does looks like such a heavy story
1: and I love that they put the time and effort into the cutscenes. I feel like that was so lacking in Halo 5 it was no more fade to black seems so awesome yeah still biggest dude I'm saying it right now and I, I, I don't I don't feel like it's a hot take I just feel like it just seems true to me like the wasp is the best UNSC flying vehicle that's ever been in Halo
0: about time we got a good one
1: <laughs> about time
0: we got a good one you said yeah. that before and I think you're right
1: 'Cause like I loved the Hornet, but I just feel like the wasp just fits better. Oh, and I love that bear witness. It's like
2: witness me.
1: Yeah. Witness I me. I love that the banished have like this banished give me like the vibe of like the Urukai from Lord of the Rings. I
0: could see that. Oh man, cheap jumping out. Like a Power Ranger. Alexa play higher ground by Red Hot Chili Peppers.
1: <laughs> Thank God you don't have Alexa in your room just playing all this in the podcast. <laughs>
0: I know, right. <laughs> it's a lot funny. of our episodes would be in, like, <laughs> be in trouble. Oh man. Halo Infinite. Mm, December 8th. Oof. Long We're time We're so coming.
1: close. I can't wait, dude. I can't wait. Feeling the I'm hype. So excited. Busting fatties left and right. We're we'll recording right 8th. now on the 5th. Yes. So, oh, my gosh. Just a couple days. There's going to be people... You know what I love, Josh? There's going to be people that a year or two, three years from now are going to start listening to Sacred Icon Podcast, and they're going to be like, Oh, yeah, I just found you guys. I love you guys. I'm going back through your backlog. I listened to that episode 101 when like." You guys didn't even know that in Halo Infinite uh, campaign that uh, Sergeant Johnson gets resurrected. You know, like he's going to... Because that doesn't happen, guys. (laughs) (laughs) But like he's going to be telling us stuff we didn't know. It's like years later because when you listen to podcasts, it feels so relevant in the moment. But it's like, no, we recorded that so forever ago. (laughs) But... But dude, just basically everything from basically all of Infinite's marketing, from like the little stuff with like the the guy, the deaf guy, and the the woman with the the grapple shot, all the way yeah. to these trailers and the become, and just uh, all the the brand marketing deals and and the Game Pass and having the, the ability to play the multiplayer early. I think they've done a great job cultivating hype and getting people excited and delivering a truly good product. That's what I think makes it so sad and so irritating that, you know, so much of the conversation has been dominated by progression and, and playlists because even though there's actual issues there to be talked about, right. um, ultimately, this is just, like, this is the page we want to be on with Halo. This is, and I, even though, you know, me and Josh both love Halo 4 and 5 for what they are, and I like it, I think I like at least 4, definitely, more than Josh. Um This is the kind of thing that people have been asking for since Halo 3 or Reach. Right. You know, Ten years later, they've nailed so many of these things, so let's just, like, Let's lean into the hype and the and the excitement of what we've got, which is so good. I mean, I'm at what's your hype level right now, Josh? I'm gonna ten, say ten, but, motherfucking ten, Brian. Okay, ten okay. right now. You
0: look back and you look at the damn the damn ass Taco Bell commercials we had, the, the, Ooh, the, gonna the be cat one that one and everything. You look at all this stuff we got last year, the cups and stuff like that, and some of the clothes that were coming out then. Look at all that stuff. You lump it in now and just pretend it's all happening now. Bam, that's a promotional hype train right there. I can't believe that shit. We got the flights. We get this the multiplayer out two weeks early. We get the campaign in three days. Three days. Ooh, ta-ta-ta. Ooh, ta-ta-ta. Oh, Ooh. fuck. Ooh, What's that? Potatoes? What is that?
2: Oh.
1: you tell me it's baked with a little bit of butter? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Plastic. Brian? What's your hype level
0: out of 10? Oh, no. I was
1: going to say 9 out of 10, but I think that it's just because there's three days. I think once I'm waiting for that to go live on the day of, I'll be like, 10, 10, 10, ten. ten. motherfucking 10. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Hey, no, dude. we we got the whole week off, dude. Halo, new Halo Infinite, new I'm Halo so game coming out this week. I'm so grateful to be in this position, man. This is awesome. This is a great time. Absolutely great time. So, Josh, I think that kind of moves us into a, this discussion we've been we've been looking forward to, and it's also going to be kind of kind of kind of become a meme inside of Sacred Icon. Everything changes. This is the this is the official everything changes discussion we had the we had the discussion um when the uh original reveal was coming out because we thought oh it's gonna be revealed it's gonna come out then it got delayed and then it got moved to um everything changes for june this year and now it's everything changes it's actually gonna be the release of the game so josh <laughs> yes let's talk about what that means we say everything changes like what does that mean um what's gonna change Like, when the game's out, what's it going to look like for Sacred Icon? What's it going to look like for Halo? What's it going to look like for the community? It's
0: been six years of the Halo 5 and Halo Wars 2 era, you know, and it has just been such a different time for Halo, such a lack of it. We've relied so much on the books, really, to be our biggest draw of content. We have seen so many people fade so quickly because 5 wasn't received well. Halo Wars 2 was an RTS that couldn't penetrate that medium. You know, they didn't have a real successful AAA experience that had momentum, especially in 2015 when everything was already changing with things like Battle Royale. Halo Five just came in there kind of at a bad time. Now you look at things now as we look ahead, and you have multiplayer coming out. Well, it's already out. You have the the you have the campaign. You have this whole new experience with promising potential, a new narrative, a uh, new story with Chief. Um, Crazy, crazy different uh, take on the multiplayer and all this other stuff that's to come. You got a Showtime show. We already got at least one more book on the horizon. You know, there's just so much stuff coming back to Halo. This reminds me of 2014 when we had the Master Chief Collection coming out. Nightfall was coming. We got beta access to Halo 5. You just had so much to look forward to on top of the books, yeah. the regular stuff that you can expect. We also have, not to forget, guys, in like February or March, we have the brand new Halo Encyclopedia releasing. Um, we got the Art of Halo Infinite book coming out. We have the soundtracks releasing day one release on the eighth. You know, so there's just going to be so much, and it's just taking us into a whole new era of where there's not a drought. We're just out of the drought, you know, and we finally get to to feed. It's like if we've been, you know, just in a desert with no rain. We're finally getting some drops. Not just a drop. It's fucking pouring, you know? And it yeah. feels good. And it just, there's no looking back really now. It's been six well, I'm inter- years. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, I'm interested to see what I'm really looking forward to. And I think it's already happening. It's just hard to tell who's who. But, like, I'm interested to see, like, younger people come into the franchise than we've yes. all before. Because, you know, Halo, Halo Infinite, for many people, it's going to be their first Halo. And it's going to be the primary... Main game. It's gonna be the thing they think about most. Like all the other Halo games, they're gonna look at those as like the old games, the, mm-hmm. old, the old Halos. But sure. ever, you know, there's gonna be people that like came in on Infinite. That's their focus. And I'm, I'm interested to see those those fans crop up and those content creators. You know, fans whether they're seven, eight years old, twelve years old, and then content creators. You know, who are you know in their teens or, or older, you know, coming in and creating content for oh, yeah. Infinite and just like. This, this being a, a new experience for them and a new franchise to get into and just seeing that injection of... I think we need that injection of fresh blood into the series because you can see how much the the jaded old crowd has really just uh, tarnished Halo in a lot of right. ways, you know, because they're so fixated on how they felt when they were 10 or 12 playing Halo CE or Halo 2 back in the day or Halo 3 or whatever. And the fact of the matter is, that's that's a long time ago, like, uh, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years That's a lot of time in general. That's a lot of time, especially in the the world of technology. Like, I just feel like we do too much comparing, you know, just too much. Absolutely. Halo Infinite. People do not like to
0: take things as they are with its own respective integrity. And it's tough because I think for them, there's probably no one harder to please than the uh, original Halo players. I mean, you'd still have an insurmountable challenge when it comes to uh, appeasing younger players. Who are used to a whole different type of uh, field of, of of you know options out there, but yeah, you know, you it's like it's like people. Ghostbusters Afterlife is a pretty good movie. Don't worry, guys, no spoilers this time. But Ghostbusters Afterlife is a pretty damn good movie, but it is also kind of a retro movie. But you have people out there who are enjoying it, but you do have people out there who are getting upset. People who got upset did not like either the twenty sixteen. Ghostbusters and it's like what they really want they want what reminds them of the older ones right like Ghostbusters 1 and 2 and then we essentially get that with afterlife people still aren't happy and at that point it's just a matter of these people are never going to be happy with this ultimately because it's not it didn't come out so quickly after the la, the second one for example same goes for Star Wars same goes for all these other franchises and stuff like that. There's going to be people who come out of Halo Infinite's campaign, and there's going to be problems. There's going to be some criticisms that people have that are absolutely ridiculous. We've already seen people out there. We already know people, just generally speaking, not singling anyone out, that already made up their minds long ago that they didn't like the direction Infinite was going in before they even gave it a chance. I know damn well those people are going to be playing the game. They're going to give it a shot because it's Halo. Yeah. They care about it. They can complain all they want. end of the day, they're going to play it. But... Um, I give a damn about these people trying to trying to make this what it is, and it makes it so damn exciting because for them it's got to be amazing. For them it's got to be invigorating. For them it's got to be monumental to see this product finally come out and then start to work on the post launch shit. You know, it's it's one yeah, thing I mean, getting the ball. It's one thing getting stepping outside. It's another thing walking down the street. But sometimes getting out of bed and just getting outside is a is a monument and achievement in of itself. So yeah.
1: Yeah, I can't speak for the whole community and I can't even speak for Josh, but I just feel like if I'm just being honest for me right now, I'm just hyped for a new Halo game. You know, all the all the the negative stuff, whether it's playlist, progression, whatever, it's it's in reality to me, it's very small. Like, first of all, a new Halo game release in the grand scheme of life to me is already small because there's so much more important in life, you know, besides that. But when it when I zero in on Halo, I'm having this New Halo experience. I'm having this really fun multiplayer and this campaign that's coming out, and I'm just excited. You know, like I, honestly, you know, I would have I, I would have preferred to have you know more at launch. But if you ask me my hype level, we I mean we just asked each other, right? Like Josh is a ten, I'm a nine. Like this It of feels lot, so good. It, it does. Like so the lack of the lack of some playlists or call up or forwards, like that is a negative. But like it's not honestly really affecting my hype. I'm just I'm pretty much I'm ready to experience this. You know, I'm I'm, I'm thankful. I'm excited. Like this is this is great. You know, this is a great time. I mean, it, this is a time where people should be excited and happy and joyful. This is me, not a t- I mean, this is a celebratory hell yeah. episode.
0: Hell yeah, bet. Bet my ass, man. Absolutely. I'm telling you what cuz I I'm saying I'm telling you, I'm fucking excited for this game. I'm so pumped because, you know, they just, this one guy put out a video. I don't mean to get too ahead if we are, but this one guy put out a video recently showing off just the memories of playing Halo Combat Evolved all the way to now and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. That video was incredible. Brian can cover that a bit more better than I can, so I'll let him do that. But what I will say is that got me so emotional. And I thought about all the friends that I don't have. You get
1: so emotional.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you get so, so excited. Team. Yeah. Are yeah, you know, excited?
0: It, no, but yeah. both are applicable. But but uh, I think about all the people I've had that I've played Halo with in my life. And most of them have moved on. And very few people have stuck around. And those who have are the grizzled ancients. And you know who you are, You know, especially in your own groups and stuff like that. We've all seen people move on from this because it's been such a dry spell for Halo. A lot has happened in six years. And I just think about how beautiful it is, though, to have had those experiences with people. And I think about us as Sacred Icon. Brian and I had no, I mean, no ideas. We've talked about it on the show before, guys. But Brian wasn't necessarily floored and, and eagerly to put down a pre-order on Halo Infinite when he saw the first couple trailers. And while I was excited, I was more wondering, okay, when is this coming out? And I wasn't at all thinking about who I was going to be playing this with. Um... Who I was gonna? Who else was gonna get on board with it? I wasn't thinking about that, but I'm so damn glad we're here and we're all excited for this. We're all foaming at the mouth, chomping at the bits, ready to open up that can of whoop ass on the
1: banished and take the fight to him on Zeta God, Halo. Do you realize we created a whole damn community for this game? Hell yeah! I mean, seriously, like I let's give our, uh, give ourselves a pat on the back for that one. Like it wasn't intended. Like it just happened, man. Like we got we got friends, new friends and new people to play with. We got a community of people. Like when we st- when the first trailer came out for Halo, actually when the second trailer came out for Halo Infinite, we hadn't even started Sacred Icon, you no. know, like this has all been like we didn't we said it so many times. We didn't start this for Infinite, but Infinite's become such an integral part of Sacred Icon and right. why we're here and what we talk about and it's just so awesome to be experiencing this with everybody through the Twitter, through the Discord, through the podcast, the YouTube. We're just having such an awesome time. I was to say, Josh, you know, we're talking about everything changes, and after that, we'll we'll go into that really cool uh, fan sure. video that was that you were talking about. But what what? How does it change for Sacred Icon? Like, what do you? And I mean, I have an answer already, but I'm asking you too. Like, what does it look like for Sacred Icon content going forward? We have we have no new Halo to wait for anymore. Right. That that's not a thing anymore. So what is what is? Sacred I think Icon that's so exciting
0: like? because I think yeah, so much of what happened was we have years i think of discussions we can that we haven't covered years of discussions that we could cycle through again things topics we want to cover in general that could last us for so long we never run out of things to say we can hit yeah. record and just go with Even it we non- did an episode on that stuff. in the archives yeah. once there's so much there but infinite being the new game that was just on the horizon ended up more and more taking up more talking time on the show and stuff like that and it warranted it and we wanted to talk about it That was exciting though because it was great to get excited about a new Halo game and see other people do that. That was a lot of fun. I think moving forward, you know, especially as it gets to more um, sporadic combat drops, or I'm sorry, uh, content drops. Um, we're going to be. They should cook all those combat drops, though. But uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna look to still have those nostalgic discussions about other Halos and stuff. We're we're gonna put out random episodes about other Halo games, um, Halo Showtime, you know, Nightfall, anything you name it. Maybe a comic series. I'm playing through Halo Wars 2 right now, guys, and loving it. I'm trying to beat it before Infinite drops. I don't have much time, but that's uh, why
1: I have so, all the more motivated. Push it to the limit, Josh. I'll push, I'll push it to it. the limit. It's funny because when you all all the I hear
0: it.
1: When I hear Push It to the Limit, I think of a song by Corbin Blue from the Corbin Disney Blue? Channel.
0: Man, it sounds like some <laughs> you know cheese. Is? Uh-uh.
1: Actually, that's a funny little story I got for you. It's not that funny, but uh, my, my youngest brother, Noah, he he doesn't like brushing his teeth. So my mom, when he was younger, she bought him a, one of those toothbrushes. When you brush your teeth, it, it plays music Yeah. to get him to brush. Yeah. And it was, a, it was Corbin Blue from the Disney Channel. So every time you hear Noah go in the bathroom, turn on the sink, and then suddenly you hear... Push it, push
2: it To the limit, limit Cause we're in it to win it In it to win it Oh yeah <laughs> That sounds hilarious
1: like, Oh man, Noah's brushing his teeth Get that Crest Floral on, baby Is this it? That's it
0: Oh, here we go Let's see, let me go ahead a oh, little man.
2: bit
1: Come on, now. Oh shit Oh Corbin Blue is irrelevant in this. That's the song yeah, cause you gotta get to the chorus. I'm not here to push it. I think it's coming. I think it's coming. Oh, here we go. We We're both diving right now.
2: Yeah. To the limit. Limit. Push. Oh.
1: Noah is brushing his teeth so hard right now. No, if you're listening to this, you better be picking up a toothbrush right now. Yeah. Just he's oh. In there, he's like, oh shit. Fucking floss. Right Only no now. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could see how much we were jiving right now. Hilarious. We were jiving. That was gold. That was, a, that was an organic Sacred Icon moment. I loved everything about it.
0: Only um, here. Only here, ladies um,
1: But yeah, guys, for, for Sacred Icon going forward, yeah, I think me and Josh are ex- really excited that there's not going to be a new Halo game to wait for. I think we like that more for our content because not only are we going to have plenty to say and plenty of content to create around Infinite, you know, talking about, of course, there's going to be no spoilers for 30 days at least, guys, and you will be warned when there is. But 30 days at least, we're going to have the campaign to talk about, how lore factors into that. We're going to have books. We're going to be able to talk about the old Halo games more. We're going to be able to get away from all this launch hysteria. Maybe we can have an episode where, like, we're going to talk about Halo 2's launch, and we're going to talk about a retrospective on Halo 2 for a few episodes. We got so much we can talk about. We're going to be able to, like, maybe have episodes that you can just listen to while you're, like, running around on Zeta Halo. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to Cover new multiplayer updates. There's going to be so much stuff. Sacred Icon is only going to grow from here. We're only going to have more to say, more stuff to put out. It's going to be the best time, honestly, because everything you've heard from Sacred Icon so far has been done without a new game. And so now we're going to have that on top of our plate. So just a lot. Yeah, it's, so it's, I, it's I think you're going to get basically time,
0: what we've been doing for so long, but then also you know all the Infinite news that comes out and everything else. I mean, you're just going to get this amalgamation and not just Infinite yeah. as well. And I think that's that's exciting for us as much as we're excited for Infinite. But uh, it's just exciting to do this stuff overall. I can't wait. I really can't wait.
1: Three Dude, days. I can't believe we played uh, "Push It to the Limit" by here. You know, I got, another, <laughs> I got another weird story about music, right? So, my my grandma, I wanted. I was listening to Switchfoot. You've heard of Switchfoot, right? Yeah. The band. Yeah. So Switchfoot was a pretty popular Christian band. They they got they kind of got outside of Christian spheres, even like you know non Christians would listen to it. Well, my grandma, she said, "I'm gonna go." You know, I, Brian likes to listen to Switchfoot and everything. I'm gonna go get him some some Christian albums. So she went to some Christian store. Are you about to play something, John? Put on Crackling Fire because I like when you tell stories. Oh, very nice. Crackling Fire is where Brian can tell a story. <laughs> no, but my grandma's like, "I'm gonna go to the Christian bookstore and they're having the sale on Christian CDs." So she shows up to our house with like 20 Christian CDs, and they weren't good, dude. I'm not talking about like Switchfoot or Skillet. I'm talking about like weird stuff you never heard. Okay. And then. So she's, basically, I'm going through all 20 of these CDs she bought me, and she's listening to see my reaction on my face, like, you know,
2: hopefully little Brian likes it.
1: (laughs) And I can remember two different songs from these Christian albums, and they were the weirdest thing ever. I hope if you listen to this podcast and you're interested, you can go find it on YouTube or look up the song or something. But literally played, I got this album, and the front cover was a stick of gum. And I open it, and I play the single, and the single from the album is called Taxidermy. And remember, this is a Christian album. Now, for those of you who don't know, Taxidermy is where you stuff like a deer head to put on your wall. Right. Well, I start the song, and it's like a rock song. And this guy goes, Taxidermy got the best of me. Taxidermy got the best of me. And I'm just like, my eyes are glaring, and my grandma's like, ah, is this what you like? And I'm like, uh, okay, okay. And then I, I popped in this other CD. This other CD, the front cover was a bar of soap. And I start the song, and the song starts off, it goes, wave it, Graven, lots of biscuits and cheese, oh yeah. Oh, I want that one. That's the one I want. Oh yeah, you're like, well, you just want the biscuits and cheese, let's be real. (laughs) I do. But yeah, no. I do. But I had to listen to like 20 of those CDs in front of my grandma and pretend like I liked them. Bless her heart. But uh, yeah, they weren't very good. They weren't very good. But Taxidermy got the best of me. Look at that up. He literally goes, Taxidermy got the best of me. He says it over and over again, and he goes, but I am no less of a man. And I'm like, (laughs) what does that mean? And how does that have anything to do with Christianity? I don't right. know. It was you need crazy.
0: to tell that story that you told me the other day about Noah, either on this episode or the next one. Which
1: one? Oh, the boom touch? Oh, the boom touch. Oh, <laughs> dude. I love the boom touch. Dang, I almost wish this episode could have been called the boom the touch. The boom touch? You want to save um, it for another one? Or do you want to tell uh, it now? No, I'll tell it. I'll tell. Okay, so I, I don't know. Maybe it's not that funny. I always hate to hype up stories. and It's that hilarious, funny, but, Brian. Okay. Enjoy it. So my youngest brother... Money burns a hole in his pocket like none other. So he got his very first job when he was like 16 or 17. He got a job at Dollar General. And when he'd get his paycheck on Friday, he'd spend half his paycheck at Dollar General. He'd just get the paycheck and start buying stuff. So one day, this is back when I lived with my parents. So one day, we're all out in the backyard of my parents' house in the swimming pool. And we're out in the pool. And Noah comes home from work. And he's like, hey, guys, you want to see my boom touch? And we're like, "Whoa." What? What are you talking about? He's like, I got the Boom Touch. I'm like, what in the What are you saying? He's like, it's my Boom Touch. I'm like, okay, what? I don't know what a Boom Touch is. So he comes over and he sets this little speaker down. It's one of those wireless speakers you can Bluetooth connect to your phone. Yeah. And the speaker's called the Boom Touch. And basically that's all it is. It's just a wireless speaker to play music through. And he was so damn excited about this freaking Boom Touch. And he was just jolly and he wanted everyone to just bask in how cool his boom touch was. So immediately me and my brother walk up to him. We flip his tit and go, that's the boom touch. <laughs> 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 and he just has this look on his face of anger and disappointment, like they're supposed to think my new speaker is so cool, but we just flipped his we just took our finger, flipped his tit, and go, Yep, that's the boom touch. <laughs> So even years later dude Even years later We'll go up to Noah And we'll flip his tent. And we'll go That's a boom touch That's a boom touch right there
0: He was just so obsessed I bet he got so this mad this dollar general speaker oh. you Get
1: mad When you do the nipple flip What's that? Did he get mad When you did the nipple flip? Oh yeah Especially since we're mocking His boom touch at the same time <laughs> It makes sense to me. You get the touch, and then you get the boom from the from the tit flip. You know, Guys, good, can
0: we? You know? can, whenever we grapple shot on this uh, an opposing player, <laughs> we end up meleeing them. Can we call that the boom touch from now call on? We'll the boom touch. Boom touch. I
1: gotta got to pay. I gotta pay. Uh, Jeff Stitzer to go boom touch. <laughs> yeah, that'd be. <laughs> that's golden. great. That's great. Um, Josh, what does your launch ritual look like when you're Ooh. when you're on when it's that day and you're getting ready to play like. What are you eating? What are you drinking? What's your room look like? Have you showered? Tell me. Give me your lunch. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out to uh
0: to our boy Tony for asking about. Oh yeah,
1: this. he he gave us this idea to talk about this. Yeah,
0: he asked us this in the Discord, and we thought this was too good to just cover in the Discord. We gotta talk about this on the show. I tell you what I'm gonna do. It's at ten AM, right? The game comes out noon for me. About ten AM, I'm gonna go get myself some pizza. I'm gonna come back mm-hmm. with some code red. I'm mm-hmm. going to sit down, and I'm probably going to watch some Halo stuff. There's going to be some stuff out there, people talking about it, I'm maybe a live countdown. Maybe I'm going to go watch some just old launch videos. I'm going to do something Halo-related. I'm going to watch this while I eat. Once I'm done eating, I'm going to go hop in the shower. I'm going to get clean. Now, you might be wondering, why am I not getting clean before I go eat? It's because I want to be pure, okay? I want to be pure for this <laughs> experience. So I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to lather up with my Halo Dr. Squatch Spartan scrub so I can smell like Zeta Halo. I'm going to come in my room, by that point, it's getting close to 12. I'm going to cover up with my new Halo Infinite fleece blanket, and I'm going to sit there, and I'm going to browse Discord, and I'm going to talk with everybody, and just engage until that game is ready to launch. That's what I'm going to do.
1: And then once it launches, the, the people in the Discord won't be hearing from you. Oh, yeah. No one's going to be <laughs> hearing from me for a bit, and really, who's going to be funny sitting because, there? Who's gonna be funny in there? It's funny because you said shower after eat because you want to be pure. For me, I'm like... I would rather shower before I eat because eating makes me feel like a fat lard when I get in the shower. Yeah. So I like to feel skinnier in the shower than go eat. Mm. You know what I mean? Fair enough. But yeah, so I mean, mine's pretty similar to yours actually. I think what, it sounds like what we're going to do, I think Erica planned we're going to get, there's this place in town called Deepy Dough. It's got these really good like pizza calzones. Sounds like a
0: Star Wars droid.
1: Oh yeah, Deepy Dough. Yeah, that does. That would be very popular. Sell lots Mm -hmm. of kids toys. Yeah. Um, But we're going to get some calzones and uh what what i want so i actually got the xbox series x mini fridge i got one so it's in my room
0: nice nice it
1: holds it holds a 12 pack of soda and what i really want for the halo infinite launch is a 12 pack of mountain dew live wire but i'm not sure that i can get that in west virginia so okay i might not be able to get that but either way i'm gonna have a 12 pack of soda in here i'm gonna be showered up I'm going to have eaten some calzones, Mm. and I'm going to make sure that I have complete serenity. No one's in here with me. No dogs, no nothing. And uh, I'm going to be prepared for that. I'm going to do the same thing as Josh. I'm going to be in the Discord. I'm going to be getting in the Halo hype, ready to launch that. Um, I'm really debating right now because it would be extremely easy for me to just stream myself playing Halo Mm -hmm. Infinite's campaign the first time with my face and everything because I got the stuff now. It's easy. But I also usually like to have that experience alone. Yep, I thought the same so thing. I, so I just don't know if I want to do that. So yeah. I haven't decided yet. But uh, I I'm thought be about doing that, that too, campaign.
0: and I decided no because as much as I want to do yeah. that and I think it'd be fun, I don't think most anybody's gonna. Any everybody wants to have their own experience. I was
1: gonna say, who's gonna to have, have that watch with, you know... Take it in. Yeah, yeah. That's the tough thing. Don't want to have yeah, to think yeah, about
0: just, chat or anything
1: like that. And I'm not doing anything the rest of the day except sitting on my ass drinking soda. Yep. Maybe having a snack. the game, And
0: that's the thing, too. I've been spending the last couple of days actually, like, deep cleaning my room, getting everything yeah, get ready, that. getting laundry done, getting, Immaculate. you know, helping clean up the house and everything like that. Everything's got to be ready for this. I don't even know if I'm going to have the blinds open or closed yet. I love the idea of gaming in the daytime. That's so much fun to me for some reason. Um, so I may have the blinds open, but I may have them closed just to completely blot out the rest of the world the <laughs> because I know it. Yeah, yes. I prefer no
1: light. Yeah. personally.
0: and uh, I'm probably going to use my, my headset, you know, with the audio so I can get all that extra sound and everything like that. And I just can't wait to, to have that. And I'm gonna gorge on that pizza. I'm gonna just get gluttonous and just eat a ton of it and then and then when I get hungry later on what I'm gonna do I'm gonna go sit down, keep uh, me up some in the leftovers in the microwave and I'm gonna throw on some like IGN review. Or I'm gonna throw on something else you know I'm gonna watch something where people are excited and and I just I can't wait like, I'm gonna completely immerse myself in Halo and even before then when I go to get pizza, I'm going to have myself a little a little happy cry because I'm going to go, when I'm going out to pick it up, I'm going to put on Never Forget by Halo 3, or from Halo 3, and I'm going to sit there and just reflect on all the friends that I played Halo with in the past, the ones who are still here, the ones who are not around anymore, and all the, the people I get to, to play this with moving forward, you guys in the Sacred Icon community, um, and just how much fun this experience has been and how grateful I am to be alive, 33 years old. I'm gonna be able to play a new Halo. Crossed my mind the other day, guys, that I was playing Halo multiplayer and I'm playing it still all these years later, and I remember being a kid sitting in uh, on my dad's futon playing Halo Combat Evolved at night, beating it and, and being creeped out by the flood. And now here I am playing Halo Infinite multiplayer. It's changed and evolved so much, and so have I. And uh I gotta make this I gotta make this special. So I'm gonna
1: Yeah. Yeah, man, it 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 makes me think back on my midnight launch rituals like my favorite ritual was probably for halo 3 because we had mm-hmm. me and my brother had the furniture and the living room removed and we each had a cold 12 pack of game fuel beside us yep as if we were going to need the whole thing to go through the whole night but what ended up happening is i think creighton had one fell asleep early i had like three yeah and stayed up all night and felt like crap but i just fun. picked up but a six
0: pack when i you know before, earlier i got groceries and i just picked up a six pack of code red so, I was like, I'll yeah. probably go dude, get me one I'll, at the I'll gas station. That's, but, what,
1: that's where I'm feeling too. I want Livewire, but I would take Code Red. Well, I, I prefer Livewire too. It.
0: I want that, but I also can't really find it. I swore we had yeah. it in the store like a month ago, but I yeah. haven't seen it since. And I looked when I was in there today and I didn't see that
1: shit. It's tough, like, dude, ah, but
0: I'll settle for Code Red. I like Code Red.
1: Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, and then, I mean, of course, you know, my Halo Reach. I'm not going to retell, but my Halo Reach launch story of going with Justin and him buying me a Wendy's cheeseburger and then trying to take it back. <laughs> yeah, that was traumatizing for me. Traumatizing, <laughs> Justin. Uh, but I did end up eating the burger, so it's all good. Um, but Halo 4, I remember getting that game and doing my typical speeding out of the parking lot and getting home and Noah asking me if he could watch me and I was like, you can watch me, but if I hear you breathe i will kill you and he watched for like one up one mission he's like up oh, i'm done he left. well you got to have fast uh, food too on those right you just oh, yeah. have to, fast have food, to. dude. It's just
0: that's that's the one time where it. you got to throw away being an adult and you got to say fuck it and i'm gonna go all in i'm not gonna have i wish this, that I'm was the only watch. time
1: i threw away being adult and got fast food that's more like weekly for me well i
0: feel like this is the one time it's justified
1: justified you know yeah, it's okay. really yeah, just so the other 98 times yeah i got that six pack months.
0: in there so i know when i have the leftover i'm gonna get like two pizzas my dad will be able to have Beautiful. some i'll be able to have some should be enough left over to just go plenty of meals, and I'm gonna eat. You gotta go big, dude. To my building
1: towards this moment. Imagine Hell when yeah. you and I did the episode for the June reveal, thinking we were gonna get the game in like four months. Yeah, and literally was still this a year pizza, and five months away.
0: The pizza can turn out to be complete ass, the bad kind, and I'm gonna still enjoy the shit out of it because it's gonna be my <laughs> Halo pizza. It's gonna be Halo Infinite Absolutely. pizza, and that's gonna be so memorable. Ah, oh, I can't wait for that. I can't wait for it. It no, nothing. Dude. Um, it, 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 it's so so much of the ritual for us is honestly cleansing the palate, right? Getting everything kind of cleared out. Yeah. Any obligations? Like if, anything? Uh, everything cleaned? Um, not having to basically acknowledge the world as we know it. Pretty much. It's
1: a weird OCD thing, isn't it? Right? Because if I told you, Josh, I'm like, I'm like, okay, you can actually play Halo Infinite at midnight on Tuesday if you just have your room be a complete mess. Yep. It's not worth it. No, and
0: just I, I it just, wouldn't enjoy. It's like, it. try to imagine that without having taken a fresh shower, and you feel like just sweaty and greasy, and you're just launching the game. Yeah, it's, like, it's not, not right. You got to get everything in alignment. It doesn't mean your experience itself is going to be perfect, but you just you're, you're given the respect to the experience, to the memory that you know you're about to create. That's what it's
1: yep. about. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Josh, I, I just briefly touch on it because um, we forgot the uh, that fan trailer. There was a fan yeah. trailer put out for um, like twenty years of Halo, like. It starts off with like some friends sitting on a couch playing Combat Evolved on a tube TV, and then it shows them like reenacting playing multiplayer outside with Nerf guns and flags, <laughs> and then and then it goes over to like other Halo games, and it ends up ending with them playing Halo Infinite and still playing outside with that stuff. And honestly, dude, if this trailer was released, this is what's so this is what's actually a huge compliment. If this trailer was released by Microsoft, I'd be like Josh. I think that's my first. That's either my favorite or second favorite Halo Infinite trailer. And it wasn't an official trailer. No, it was but damn, did it and have it was the production? Just that good. Official Halo retweeted it. Tons of big important people were talking about it. It deserved it, dude. It was absolutely amazing. It, it hit me in the feels. It was really cool.
0: I cried. I legitimately cried at that. And I thought about that's, that's what, what it was going that's for. That's the state I've been in is thinking about a lot of my friends. I had so many friends, guys. I I thought it was going to just. I thought we were all going to play this stuff forever, and I got into it's other good. shit, it's and it's it was life. hard because when that happened. I thought they were going to come back and then I would move on. I always, Halo was the game I was always going to come back to. It was my home. Yeah. And, but it wasn't that way for other people and being younger. I just didn't understand that. And some friends you lose, some move away and a lot of stuff changes and people get in families and just stuff happens. that takes you away from those experiences and you don't have the time as much. It goes from being on every day to barely being on at all. And it's kind of sad, but then, yeah, it you know it like, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. It flashes ahead, and you know then you get to the future and how you're you have this all these memories and how you're getting to do this again with some of the same friends and new friends, and it makes it's just a good moment of reflection. I think I'm happy to be alive. I'm really happy to be doing this with Brian. Uh, 101 episodes now. I think this is just so cool to do. To have built a community, we have you guys make it what it is, and being able to share in this stuff with you guys makes it so much more fun than going doing it by ourselves. It's it's a whole new way that we've ever, you know, ever experienced a halo. And it makes me very emotional because, uh I, you know, you don't know if you'll ever get this again with certain stuff. You just don't know. Life is crazy. And, and so many things I make it a very good
1: point. We haven't touched on Josh is just, you guys just like try to just like, and I feel like, honestly, I know a lot of the people that listen to us and, and very awesome people. I'm sure, I'm sure most, if not all of you are awesome, but like, if you're feeling really negative and, and upset about like playlists and progression stuff, like just try to enjoy this moment. It's a new entry in a series we love. It's a new Halo game, you know. Like you don't know if you have tomorrow. You don't. Mm. What we got here?
0: Oh, you hear that? That's we never know. forget. Oh,
1: good. Yeah, you don't. You we don't know if we got tomorrow. You don't know if you're gonna be able to ever game with the friends you're gaming with today ever again. You don't. You just nothing's promised. Nothing's guaranteed, right? So just like. Look at the positives and just take this moment and just have a great time. It's a new Halo game. It's a new Halo game, man.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I never know. I, are we ever going to really... Am I going to be alive when the next Halo decides to come out? If this is going to be you in a 10-year cycle? I'm going to be 43 years old. I mean, that's just insane to think about.
1: I mean, that might sound ridiculous to some people who are like, oh, 43 is not old or whatever, but it's like you seriously don't know. If You, don't, you could live to be 100. You could live another day. You just don't know. So, like... Just enjoy these moments, man. We got a new Halo game. We're all here to celebrate together. Brian, you we think you're going to have a kid by you.
0: then? You're going to be showing the next Halo 2 10 years from now.
1: I, I if I don't have a kid by the next time they show a new Halo game, then I'm probably never going to have one, right? Yeah. Cuz that's that's a ways away. So I hope so. I hope yeah. so. See, it's just like that. It's like when you when you it's funny cuz we spend so much time on here talking about Halo, but like once again, you, you take a step back to real life, you know, what do I care more about? Uh being able to have a son or daughter or Halo? I mean, it's let's be real here. I don't give a shit about Halo compared to something like that. You know, right. that's real life. You know, like Halo is just so that's not even in the same conversation. You know what I mean? So we love Halo. We're passionate about it. It's a hobby for us. We we want it to excel where we want it to be here. I want to share it with my kid. But, you know, and to compliment,
0: its compliment, I mean, it's definitely helped yeah. make memories with people that you care about. People yeah, at the end of the day just, are more important. Just, but having the, the memories, the co-op runs, the Warthog runs, the crazy multiplayer moments. That's that's what I take away the the lamb parties of shouting at one another the friendships that aren't really
1: ending but they feel like they are in the moment. This stuff's meant to be enjoyable. Yeah, stuff's meant to be enjoyable. You know, all that. You know, even even me and Josh, as we we you know, it's our motto to be positive and respectful here, and we feel like we've done a good job of it. But even saying that, we've spent too much time talking about progressions and, and monetization and stuff like that. It's just you know. Man, so much to be happy about. I'm it's happy to, to do cool. this, man. I'm excited to be yeah. here. This is just This is awesome. Yeah. I'm not upset time, at yeah. all. I'm just happy. I'm no. happy about Sacred Icon. I'm happy about Halo. I'm happy for the team at 343. I'm happy for our listeners, our people in the Discord, friends. It's just a great time. No, I, I, we
0: couldn't honestly be more appreciative of you guys seriously just being here as long as you have getting to experience this game with us and also in your own ways. We've all gone through ups and downs through these like last 2 years. Um And it's just a freaking um,
1: pandemic together.
0: Yeah. And it's a, we deserve this like three, four, three deserves this. We deserve this. It should be something felt by all. So definitely, definitely.
1: Dude, do you want to hear? We got one message from, from somebody from our community. Do you want to hear what he has to say? Oh, absolutely. It's our boy, Tony, our boy, Tony. Tony, um, I don't think it has to apply directly to the episode. It has to do with a funny... He said he has a funny story to tell us because we've been sharing funny stories. Well,
0: I sure love funny stories. Let's hear them.
1: Yeah, so let's see what Tony has to say here. Love let's you, Tony, man. Thank boy you for sending
0: this in, whatever this ends up being. I haven't heard it.
1: Yeah, I'm really interested. I haven't heard it either. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Okay, so...
3: <laughs> so I worked at a grocery store called Bel Air Supermarket, and um, I was pretty young. I was like 17, right around there. And, um, I, it was around Thanksgiving time and we we're preparing for battle, right? Because Thanksgiving and the grocery store, well, you know, you work there. It's, it's yeah. it gets crazy, but oh, this yeah. is before that. This is like the calm before the storm. Everything's fully stopped. <laughs> nice. Everything's properly faced. We're, we're overloaded. We're ready to go. Mm-hmm. The store looks pristine and I'm, I'm up front um oh, i bagging groceries oh, sometimes nice. i was hopping between that and and check out and or helping out with produce but mostly bagging groceries because i was brand new at the time gotcha and this lady comes in and you know how some people like just you look at people and they look like their pets or their pets look like them or yeah <laughs> they look like certain types of animals like people look a little mousy they look a little They <laughs> a little. well this lady this was an older lady Um, God bless her soul. And she came in and she had red hair that went up high. It was boofy, puffy red hair that went up high. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I looked at her from the side profile, I was like, oh, my God, she looks just like a turkey. She looks (laughs) just like a turkey. She's got the red gob. She's got the gobbler. (laughs) She's got the red hair up top. And then she's got a back that goes down and swoops out to a big old butt. That comes out <laughs> just like a freaking turkey. Like oh. a male, like a male turkey when they're when they got a their feathers all puffed out. And um, I'm just tripping on that. And I'm and I, I and of course I'm such an ass. I'm hyper focused on her, and I'm watching her go through the store. I'm like, my god, it just looks just like a turkey. Like I just got this inner
2: monologue <laughs> the whole time. Either. I'm
3: watching her come in, weaving in and out of the aisles. Every time she comes around, oh, there's the turkey lady. Look at her. She <laughs> just looks just like a turkey. And I'm fascinated. And then she comes, she looks like she's ready to go because I've been watching her and she's she gets into a check stand and I'm like, oh, I got to go. I got to go bag the turkey lady. So <laughs> I go up there and I'm like, how you doing? And she's like, she's like, I'm good. And she's just kind of really quiet. And um, I'm just happy. I'm happy go lucky. And I'm bagging her groceries and I'm talking yeah. to the checker and they're bantering back and forth because she seems like she doesn't want to talk too much. The customer. And I'm thinking it the whole time I'm bagging, I'm like, man, she just looks there's just like a turkey. That is, <laughs> that is tripping me out. And then finally, I'm getting done bagging the groceries. And I look at her and I go, Well okay, man, well, well, I got you all done. Do you want to you wanna help out today? And she literally goes like this. She goes, oh, no, Mike, that's fine. I'm just going to go out to my car. Go out to my car. <laughs> and I lost it. I lost it, dude. I laughed right in front of her face because it was on my mind the whole time, and I'm zoning out. It's almost like I'm zoning out, and I'm just staring at her, and when she opens her mouth and does that, my brain falls apart with comedy. Just, I break down, and I laugh as hard as I can. I laugh so hard when she started talking that I had to leave. (laughs) I I ran away. (laughs) um, Yeah.
1: (laughs) She literally started <laughs> gobbling, is what One you made the it sound like. One of the most
3: memorable moments of my entire life, the turkey lady, that afterward the checker was like, Tony, what is wrong with you? As soon as she starts talking to you, you just <laughs> burst into laughter right in her face and then you run away. Like, I had no clue what was happening. And I, it's like, I told her the story, and man, that story spread through the grocery store.
1: And uh, the, turkey, the turkey lady making me hungry talking about the turkey <laughs> lady. Is that weird?
3: Turkey lady, <laughs> when I was working there, so yeah, that's my um, that's my grocery store story with the turkey lady. And then uh, people ask me later, just like, huh, isn't that weird? Yeah, I wonder why. You know, people look like animals. I said, I was like, I wonder how that. You know, is it genetics or? And I'm, you know, we're joking around, and I'm like, yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe she was spliced with a butterball.
1: <laughs> oh my god! <gosh. laughs> <laughs> spliced, <laughs> spliced with a butterball. Butter Jeez. Oh,
3: please don't play this clip on Sacred Icon. Oh no. <laughs> um, and then, uh, what was the other one? There was another one. Oh yeah, this one's. I'm kind of. Now that I'm looking back, I'm kind of an ass, kind of mean. Um, there was this guy, really heavy set guy. I mean, like clinically heavy set guy, and he filled up the whole cab of his old bomber. He had an old bomber. It was like a late '60s Buick, or you know, a really big boat of a car. Okay. And he pulls up in the front. It's. I'm opening the store in the morning. It's like 6 a.m. It's summertime. It's bright outside. It's nice. And uh, I'm outside. I can't remember what I'm doing. Um, I think I'm... No, I'm not doing carts because everything's brand new. I'm, I'm out there for whatever... Oh, yeah, I'm sweeping the patio. Uh, I'm out there sweeping the patio. And this guy, this bomber pulls up, and he's huge in that cab. Like, I see him right away. Oh, this is a big old boy, man. <laughs> this boy put it down in a barbecue. And he, <laughs> he pulls up to the front handicap stall. And he opens the door... And I just kind of notice I'm side-eye, and I'm sweeping, minding my own business. And then all of a sudden, I see by the corner of my eye the car rocking back and forth. And, and I'm like, what the fuck's going on over there? And I look up, and he's heave-hoeing, dude. He's getting ready to get up. And he's a one, two, three. Like, he's swinging back and forth. Right. And he's got his arm on the, on the upper part of his cab Mm -hmm. where the where the windshield is for support and all kinds of things going on and he's heaving and hoeing and heaving and hoeing and and then he finally goes up for it and he gets about halfway and that's where he hangs with the weight with his weight on his arm Mm -hmm. and he looks up in the sky and he goes (laughs) (laughs)
2: literally that
3: sound and i again jesus Explode in laughter Because I'm paying too much attention to this guy And my comedy brain is just running And I laugh so hard That I run inside the store Because I didn't want him to see me Okay I I thought you were
1: going to say You'd run into the turkey lady It was a
3: tough situation I'll never forget it But that was the battle cry Uh, That battle cry that he let out When he was getting out of that car
1: (laughs) The battle cry
3: (laughs) Yep so those are my those are my two stories. I got more. Uh, I've got some really good ones when I was a cable guy, crawling through people's attics and under their houses. Oh, and just booey. the type of people that you meet out uh-huh. there, man. That's Terry. That's Terry.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: when I think of him, I'll I'll send him to you later. Yeah. Um, do. Yeah. Talk to you later,
1: man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, well, you, hopefully uh, hopefully Tony doesn't mind us playing on the episode because you guys heard him say halfway through, he's like, "Don't play this on the set." <laughs> yeah. But no, no, dude. I think we all have experiences like that, you know, where we probably were weren't thinking as nicely as we should have. What's funny is I have like a weird counter to that story. I worked my first job ever was at an ice cream place called Whitey's Ice Cream, which is actually funny because every time some people hear that the ice cream place is called Whitey's, are like, "Isn't that kind of like a racist name for ice cream place?" But uh, it's the popular. So I was the only I was the only man that worked there. The rest were all women, and we got a complaint to our district manager that a tall, white, brown-haired, lanky guy was making fun of this fat woman Mm -hmm. and calling her a cow and making moo sounds. And when they got that complaint about a tall man, I'm the only man that worked there, period. So immediately I got a call, and they said, were you you, uh, telling this lady she was fat and making cow sounds at her? And I was like, I was petrified. I was like, no! Like, absolutely not. No, I, I never did anything like that. Like, mm-hmm. this lady, literally, I never, like, I didn't want to lose my job. No, I never made fun of her. I never made moo sounds. But she said I was, she said she was literally at the place, and I was just behind the counter going,
2: moo, moo, oh, you're man. fat.
1: Like, I don't, I don't understand why someone would lie, but she clearly lied about that because no one there said that. I definitely didn't. I was only man, and she said it was a man, so I was like, I don't know, but like. I don't know. That stuff can get you in trouble, man, but I, the turkey lady just sounds like I'm picturing her in my head, and I'm just like, I get that because I've don't. i I've been in situations like that where you're just like, how is this happening right now? I remember when I was working with Josh at the grocery store, this guy came in with his baby at 3 a.m., and he came in. I was in the juice aisle, and he came to the tea section, he's like, he, li- he grabs this box of tea, and he goes, he, th- he says, do you think this is enough to fill my pitcher? And I'm like, um, well... It says it has four quarts in it, so I, I would imagine it could fill your pitcher. And he goes, where are the egg rolls located? <laughs> I was like, what? It's so random. Like this like dude, with no, just a guy with a baby asking me if the tea can fill his pitcher, and then he wants to know what the egg rolls are. I don't know. Weird stuff. <laughs> I love but hearing these thanks stories. For sharing those, Tony. It's
0: funny moments, especially working at a grocery store, uh, especially all the time. I'd have to, you know, i have to get on the PA system. I don't do it really anymore, but i have to get on there, and I'd be like... Uh, Hey guys, this is Josh Hargus. You're tuning in to Night Stock Radio here at blah, 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 blah. You know, the store's going to be closing in T-minus 10 minutes. You don't have to go home, but you can not stay here. Please bring your items to the front. We'll be happy to assist you. Everyone here is like, I wish I got my
1: groceries at Josh's.
0: Yeah, it was fun to do that stuff, but every now and then I'd mess up. Like one time I literally did that. I was like, hey guys, it's Josh Hargus. You're tuning in to blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, ah, my bad. I messed up, guys. Let me do that again. And I would just completely do it, but... It was fun. And you could hear laughing sometimes, but uh, nothing. I don't have anything quite as funny as as that. I think the closest thing I ever did, probably one of my funniest stories for me personally, at least, is one time I saw my phone ringing and I was daydreaming so much that I answered it. I never, I know if I don't know the number, I don't answer the call, but I answered mm-hmm. this one. And when I answered it, The lady didn't say anything. There's a lady on the phone. but She doesn't say anything. Mm. I don't know what's a lady at first. I don't know who is there on the other end. No one says anything. And I forget that I answered the phone. I'm so zoned out. And I I reply as soon as it catches up with me in my brain. I'm like, hello? She starts laughing. She started laughing at me. And I go, I'm sorry. (laughs) What do you want? And then she started laughing. And I started laughing. And I was like, I'm going to go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Just> like,
1: okay. <laughs> so it was a fruitless
0: endeavor Oh hilarious I don't know what it was yeah. for I think it was telemarketers or some shit But it was so awkward so fucking awkward Anyway anyway thank you for that Tony Thank you for the story Speaking
1: of hilarious Josh do you have any funny iTunes reviews Oh man I got some nice iTunes reviews I'm Let's ready for see it. them iTunes reviews Let me bring them Josh right hit up. me up with the sound Of the turkey lady Falling in love with the ham man
0: The ham man
1: yeah, I made Oh, him. God, I love you so much. You are the handbag you always provide for me. You never run out of ham. You always got plenty of stuff. I'm going to have all that ham. Give me that. I'm
2: going to give you that. Oh, what's that on there? You cooked that too long? Oh, God, that symbiote on there. That's what I'm talking about. Holy shit. Damn. Oh, God. <laughs> I did not I think I was not prepared. Holy shit, that was one of the best you've I'm gonna ever done. When he hit you gosh. with a big old kissy face right on the face. Oh god damn. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why did she turn into a seven-year-old manatee? <laughs> oh God, that's that the best, Josh. Stomach. That's the best me of the sound you ever. Wow, Thank you. amazing. Thank you. You're on hey, episode one. Reviews before I lose it. <laughs>
0: so, so we got two guys. We got two, and uh, this one's from Specter Jordan. Says incredibly fun and in depth. Five out of five. That's our favorite. <laughs> I've been listening to these guys all year in the build-up to Halo Infinite. I never get bored of Brian, Josh, and their various guests talk about Halo. It feels like hanging out with some friends and playing games. I love
1: it. Thank you so much, Spectre Jordan. That's uh, awesome to hear too about the that's guests a as well. Review. Yeah, super. Yeah, awesome thank you. To, we have gotten to the point where like guests are so common, people just expect that to be on rotation. Which, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: yeah no, that's no, no, cool. no. Thank you so much, man. I Appreciate that. Really that. does that, really, really, that really does mean a lot. Definitely, definitely. Uh, always means the world to us. Um, yeah. So the next one is from
2: Menadeus. Menendez Oh,
1: it's from Menendez.
2: Menendez 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 Menadeus. Ho, 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 monadales. Oh, come on,
0: bro, my So.
1: <laughs> no, doing do the turkey lady. But, Josh, you can't. Just don't do the turkey lady anymore. I'm going to lose it. If we ever do future podcasts and you start randomly doing the turkey lady, I'm going to lose it. That's a, the that's a weight of my heart. Come in there with lady. the opening of the show. Hey, hello, hello,
2: here is the turkey lady coming at you from the sacred.com podcast. <laughs> 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 it's
0: too good <laughs> That's my favorite voice ever
2: Oh
1: Jesus oh, Christ
0: So Minadeus says Hey guys Minadea is here with a second review Because I just can't get enough Oh nice Brian and Josh have created such an amazing podcast I listen to these guys every day While I work at the bike shop They have helped me get through many a boring shift With their hilarious yet informative episodes Which are chock full of Halo content And stories These are definitely the guys you should listen to if you're looking for awesome Halo content. They've really managed to capture the feel of just sitting around with your buddies, cracking jokes, and playing Halo. I can't wait for what the future holds for these guys and their content. Keep it sacred. But then, that's not all. He goes on to say, P.S. Josh, hit me up with the sound of you finding out that Roland is actually the main character of Halo Infinite, not Master Chief.
2: (laughs) Oh (laughs) my God, they got Roland in the main. I thought it was Master Chief. They're going to do me again. They got me with the Halo 5. Now they're going to come back around
1: Oh my gosh, dude. Josh, hit me up hit me up with the sound. You're Turkey Lady, and there's an army, there's 300 men chasing you trying to trying to um coach you with butter. <laughs>
0: trying to coat me with
1: butter? Yeah.
2: Oh gee, did I didn't want any of that butter on me. I told you already. I got the damn man at home waiting for me. None of that <laughs> butter for me. Damn co- man. At home. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh, oh, I'm running out. Oh of man! Oh gosh! Oh man! <laughs> that's just too good. gonna none of oh. me. That's 300 true strong. I already sold that movie in 2007, <laughs> motherfucker You have none of me.
1: What's the turkey lady's ritual look like for Halo Infinite?
2: When I get home, I put myself a big old ham in the oven, and I cook <laughs>
1: <laughs> in the oven. <laughs> okay, Menadeus thank you so much. Thank you. Menides, thank you, Thank thank you for that, you for that review. Oh that's, god, that's gold, dude. Josh, you heard me go into the business. Yeah, <laughs> man, I can't, I can't, I can't even. It's just oh, it's so much cool. fun
0: doing this. Goddamn, this is exciting. I love, dude, sacred icon, man, it's tips, one of my man. favorite things. It's,
1: it's awesome. It's fun all the time. Hell yeah. Um, let's see here. Um, first of all, guys, if you want to follow Josh or the Turkey Lady in the Flesh, it's at Jurassic Joshy. If you follow want to me follow back. me, I'm... I follow you. <laughs> Stop. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. It's too funny. Uh, if, you want to follow me, geez. if you want to follow me, I'm at Brian's Bane on Twitter. If you want to follow the Sacred Icon account, we are at Sacred Icon Pod. We're going to be bringing you juicy content all the time. So if you're just now coming around. Oh, jeez. If you're coming around. Oh God, you got to stop. Jeez. Uh, yeah, you got to come around. We got lots of stuff. We got the podcast. We got the YouTube. We got the Twitter Come on, come into our Discord. We're at discord.gg slash sacredicon. Uh, We'd love to have you there. Um, If you guys are interested in supporting us monetarily through the Patreon, we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash sacredicon. We did a few little updates for our patrons here, so I'm just going to give those to you guys real quick. Uh, We just want to say, guys, we are over the moon, the patrons we already have. We have like 61 patrons right now. We just can't believe it. We never thought we'd even get one back in the day. We're so appreciative. We love when people decide to do that. But we also love you guys who just listen or support us on, you know, um, YouTube or Twitter as well. Just be in here, guys. It means the world to us. You know, it, 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 if you just if you're just here, that's enough. You don't need to do that. But if you're interested, um, we have a few tiers. We got the sacred tier. It's only a dollar a month, and the great thing about the dollar a month is you get a bunch of access to stuff that's on our Patreon for just a dollar. And then every episode we do. We're going to shout out you on the podcast. We're going to say, hey, if your name is Schoolbringer92, we're going to be like, Schoolbringer92, how many schools have you brought? Thank you so much for that. 92! You know, we're going to be there for you. So, uh, And then if you guys want to go to the Sacred Insider tier, it's only $5 a month. You get to be in a special uh, Discord channel that's behind the scenes. Uh, talk with me and Josh uh, on the Discord. Um, you also will get uh, extra blogs and extra podcast specials like, oh my gosh, Josh. That people who listen to really like Josh talking about stuff. So get more content to help you get through those work days. That's only five dollars. Uh, if you go to the ten dollar tier, that sacred icon, you will also get an extra episode of the, of the podcast, a Halo episode. We're actually gonna have one go up today as well on the Twitter on the Patron. So even more content. That's right, a little bit $10. of ten dollars. What does that one include? uh that's me and josh playing some halo infinite and discussing our thoughts while we play it it's just a fun like, doing, just a stuff of singing, doing a lot of singing a lot of goofing
0: you hear chewie bark a lot yeah it's a lot it's, more kickback
1: pretty, pretty it's behind more the behind scenes. the scenes stuff just more content you know to help you mm-hmm. get through the shift that's in the ten dollars then we got our two big tiers you know we don't expect people to go into these but surprisingly we got people there already. we really appreciate it uh we have the sacred council tier which gives you the sacred council badge in the discord and it also uh, gets you a coupon for a free shirt from the Sacred Icon store, so we'll send you a free shirt uh, if you're in that tier. And then you also may request a video shout-out from Josh or I um, if you're in that Sacred Council tier. Every month, you can say, hey, I want Brian to shout-out, uh, I want him to say something ridiculous, or I want Josh to say something silly, or maybe I just want Josh to shout me out and say, hey, I really appreciate you, whatever, or maybe I want to hear Josh's turkey, de- turkey lady impression. You can just nice s- to
2: see you guys. Thank you so much for signing <laughs> up for
1: that tier, that twenty-five dollar. I just
2: want to present you- a bigger shout-out and give you a big old hug.
1: <laughs> big old hug. That hug sounded like it was covered in drool. Nasty. Covered in Uh-oh. butter. Oh, that makes more sense. But yeah. Yeah, you can send a, you can send a request for a, a shout-out cameo video from either me or Josh. That's in Sacred Council. And then finally, we have the Sacred Boy tier which means you can be on the podcast with me and we can talk about whatever you like we can talk we can talk about whatever you like <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> one nobody need no love get it when you come and no no i'm just kidding okay. but anyways no you can be on the podcast with me we can do a halo episode where you share your opinions your thoughts maybe you don't like the progression system maybe you think halo infinite is the best campaign ever you can just come in and talk about what you want or maybe you want to be on an eyeball episode you're like i really want to be on a podcast with you brian and i want to talk about zelda i want to talk about uh back to the future we can do that that's in the sacred Boys if i can be there for that episode
0: month. i'm absolutely going to be on as
1: well. So. Absolutely. That's $50 a month. Uh, but the thing is, if you want to be a Sacred Boy just for one month, $50, and then to get on the show and then kick it down to a lower tier or just if you don't want to be a patron and all, that's fine too. But that's just $50 for one month. You can be on the podcast. Absolutely. And also, another benefit with that, if you're on there, you'll be as seen as an honorary host in the Discord. You'll be that third Sacred Icon member. And as well, if you're looking to start your own content, whether it's a podcast or you're looking to start a YouTube um, I, we're going to offer our services to you to help you. If you're in that sacred boy tier, we're going to help you get set up with a podcast. We'll help you get set up with the YouTube. That is offered there. So we got five different tiers, different ways you can support us. Anywhere from a dollar to fifty dollars a month. Uh, we really appreciate you guys going in on that. But like as we said, you're just you're here. You're leaving iTunes review. You're writing stuff in. You're on the Twitter. Just listening, guys. We just appreciate you so much. Oh, Thank yeah. you so much. If you guys want to go there? To that it is,
0: really, really does. That's why we're here. Yeah, that's, why that's why we're so enthusiastic and always bringing the thunder.
1: Absolutely. We're doing this out of passion. We Josh and I, we call each other days before the podcast and we say, Hey man, I'm so excited about the podcast. Josh's like, Yeah, I'm so excited too. And we just talk about how excited we are to record it. So it's just passion, man. We're here for
0: passion. Brian will bring up something, I'll bring up something we gotta save it for the show. Save it for the show. They gotta hear this. Absolutely gotta remember to bring this on the show. Gotta remember to talk about it.
1: If you guys are interested in getting more content and becoming a patron, that's at patreon.com slash sacredicon. Uh, if you guys want to send in an email or a voice clip or a clip from Halo Infinite for us to potentially uh, commentate later, just send that to sacrediconpodcast at gmail.com. You can send that at any time. Sometimes we ask for like a clip. like I know Josh has been asking for some some clips and emails on Christmas memories for a future Christmas episode. Yes, if we're going to be doing that just, here like, soon.
0: Definitely send those in.
1: If you guys are just sitting around the house, and you're like, man, I really want to tell Brian and Josh what I think of this when I think of this map and, and Halo Infinite, just go ahead and record a clip or write an email, and we'll play. And we do our best to play it no matter what on the podcast. Yeah, we, we try can't, to, we want to keep the voice clips a little, a little closer to around like five, you know, five minutes. Five roughly, minutes ish. Of, yeah. as we get some really long ones. It's like, man, we can't get that in there. We but want yeah, to, but we you just guess we do that. Yeah. We super appreciate it. But yeah, uh, Josh, you ready to go into our patron shout outs? Absolutely. For, I think I forgot yes, anything. Yes, yes. for oh, say it again, Josh. Blah, blah, blah. Man, you slide around that butter. Slide Man, I hope people like turkey butter. lady as much as I do, because Josh is going I'll Josh is going up, ham.
2: Oh, will let it up and ready for hey, with it. Oh, if it is going
1: to get
2: me that two large pizza with a pepperoni give on me, the top.
1: Give me, give me the most serious turkey lady, everything changes line.
2: December 8th,
1: everything changes. You <laughs> <laughs> couldn't keep it together. You couldn't keep it together. All right, first, we got our newest patron, William Green. You know what? My pastor is Pastor Green, so I feel like you're a very wise person. Thank you, William thank Green. Thank you so of course much, you're William wise. Green. Of course you're wise. You became a patron. No, Why is William you. Green? Next, we got Simon Eddy. I feel like you're the dude at the local bar that just makes everyone laugh. Thank you, Simon Simon Eddy, I like that name. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Get ready for Simon Eddie. Appreciate it. Kevin Benson, we had him on the podcast, episode 99. Thank Boom. you for supporting us. We love you, dude. Yeah, I got to play Halo with you. You.
0: Halo with you at some point, man. I can't wait. Can't wait.
1: You know how to keep it sacred, dog. <laughs> uh, next, we got Albino, who's always hanging out in the Discord, always has awesome things to say. He's become a staple of this community. Love, love Albino. You. Thank you so yeah, much, yeah, Albino. Yeah. Thank you so much. We got... Dude, I got to get this right because I feel bad, but we got IL... How do I say it? TV. I love you, dude. Help us say your name right. <laughs> yeah, we me. want to
0: get it right. We want to get it right.
1: I love your shout outs. I love you. You're doing your streaming, dude. You oh, yeah. Dude. like a really been, positive It's been dude. so great to get to know you. And
0: I, you had that picture the other day in the, the Patreon about seeing some sacred books at Amazon or
1: whatever. It was hilarious. I love you for that. Jason Bird. Thank you for being here. You know some what I bird, like about you, of Jason of Bird? Larry Bird. It reminds me of that song, I'm like a bird. I only fly away.
2: I'm like I mean. a bird. I only fly away.
1: I don't where I got I She's like... You know, my love is true. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> I love that part. Next, it's we got Mr. Song. Muffin. Makes also, my, my brother, Creighton. Thank you so much. Creighton yes! says Halo Infinite is the most hyped he's been for a game. And as long as he can remember. I got to play with Creighton recently and on. had a great time. It was hilarious. Ah, Thank you so much, love Crate. Creighton. Next, we got AJ's Dank. Always stanking up the place. <laughs> that straight, straight, like, content of, like, it's like a good He's aroma, the most but m'dankity but of m'dankity's delicious! Next, we got you. Evan Leah laying down the law. plays Halo Infinite. Right, with that Leaw! Leaw!
2: Leaw! Leaw!
1: Leaw! I can't. Next, we got Elliot Finn. Awesome dude. Elliot a Finn. A friend of he Came album. into the Discord. Awesome dude. He's become a friend of ours. Love having you yeah. here, man. Next, we got Fallout 152. He's waiting. He's like, I'm on Fallout 4, but I'm going to be ready for Fallout 152. Can't wait. <laughs> Believe it. Nice. Next, we got... Owen the Lego King. He's, he's a little Lego. salty that Halo only does mega constructs, but he's holding out for the day when it's Lego. Hell yeah. Next, hell we yeah. got, I don't know if this, okay, this is Jacob Churchill, but he changed his name to Church on a Hill. So. Church on a Hill? <laughs> I like that. Looking up to you, bro. Thank you for that. Jacob support. Church Next Church we got on a Hill. Stephen Lasloffy, who has said some awesome things about us. We appreciate oh, you, God you. Love Thank him. you so much for being here. Yeah, support. absolutely. Next, we got, Josh, sing it for me. It's Menadeus. Menadeus, Menadeus, Menadeus,
2: Menadeus, Menadeus. Men-a-days, men-a-days, men-a-days. oh,
0: oh, oh I I can't stop. I can't stop now. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> he can't. He's, yeah, he's, yeah, I gotta. Maybe I'm, he'll
1: forget it by next. Oh my podcast. God! Yeah, <laughs> I better forget about. What uh, to forget about? <laughs> we got. We, he's a rebel. He's a saint. It's Shin Rebel. Thank Shin you, Shin Rebel. Thank you so much. Next we got Forever Dying and Scaring the Crap out of Harry Potter, but the being reborn from the ashes into it's Irish Phoenix. Phoenix. Thank you so much. Yes. Next we got, it's not the cool shark, it's not the dope shark. It's, it's the lame really shark, job, but he's right. cooler than them all. Thank you so much. <laughs> you. We don't do the dab around here. We do the dab. You're an awesome hell supporter. Yeah, of you. Hell Say so yeah, many awesome do. things. We love you. Devin. Next we got Timberland Bear. Timberland Bear, you're one of the nicest guys out there. We love we you. we love you, so you dude. Much. We're here for you at, at all times. We're here for you, man. We love you. Thank you so much for your support. So much. Thinking about Kevin you. Nelson. Kevin Nelson, I feel like over time we have said different things about your name and forgot what we've assigned we'll to it. So we'll I'm just going to go football. ahead. Roll Tide. What? Oh, Kevin Nelson. Okay, yeah. yeah. Kevin Nelson. What team does he play for, Josh? Dolphins? Yeah, Bama. Nice. I don't know what that is. Demon256. Cool.
3: <laughs> Demon256, <256. laughs>
1: Demon you, you got 256 megabytes on your Spartan armor. Give him Master Chief of Hell yeah. Money. Thank you. Next Thank we got Eric Milligan, who's always making me think of Mulligans and Madden. Pissing my dad off. <laughs> love you. you. Jared Hartley love you dude thank you so much sorry for the about spoiling James Bond I love you though yep and I'm sorry that I said you didn't have a girlfriend because you do and you two are beautiful together thank yeah, you so you much yeah you two look great together what will make me feel better played Oblivion but when I level up too high them lurker crabs come out and it's quite <laughs> annoying
2: thank you so much <laughs> yeah, crab. You, lurker next lurker. we got I'm a space rocket ship
1: Dude, I didn't even tell you, Josh. When we were at Thanksgiving, Creighton was running around the house going, I'm a
2: space power. I'm a space power.
1: <laughs> He couldn't get it out of his head. He was just like, he's like, you're an idiot. Oh, he man. He's funny, Next, we got Small Print TV. He's a mod. He's the editor for our oh, YouTube. Man. He's a lovely Absolutely guy in Joe. Thank you so much. And super much. funny, too. He is hilarious. Next, we got Aaron. He's also a mod. In Aaron! The love Aaron. Thank Such you so a good much. Guy. We got. Cameron88, who's going to destroy you with Halo 3 pistols no matter what you have. That dude is you could have, dope. You could, you, could be, you could be dual welding rocket launchers, and he's going to kill you. Yep. Next, we got Colton Pittman, who gave Brett Favre a run for his money. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, Colton. Rodan. I literally don't remember Sacred Icon without Rodan. Yep. Thank you so much. Iconic for being staple. Here. Sacred you, staple. Next, we got David Wyant, who said some amazing things about us. Love he's David. Oh my gosh. He's the creator of Sacred Icon Bingo. We love him. Thank oh, you so love much. Love
0: David so much. Yeah, Josh, great guy. Hit
1: me up with the. We got ACDC Outlaw. Hit me up here with the back and black. Back and black. Okay. Wow! Wow! Is anybody else having the revelation God. here that Josh's acdc uh singing is just the same as the turkey lady? No him to him
2: Could I like Next, to we got
1: descending from the ceiling <laughs> from his butthole web. It's Caleb hey Webster. Guys. He's the Marty O'Donnell and Michael Savatory of Sacred Icon. He made all of our music. Thank you so much. Next we got Chris Greco, me Gekko, Neko, have you seen my Greco? It's Chris Greco. Josh says, do it one more time. I say, Next is Chris Greco, me Gekko. have you seen my Greco? It's Chris Greco. Boom. We love it. We're moving on. <laughs> Tony, Tony That's has great. just continued to get more and more involved with the Sacred Icon community. And you love to I see am, it. Honestly, I love Tony you so love much, to dude. See he it. continually says amazing things. Mm-hmm. He's so funny. Mm-hmm. He's now created the turkey lady that does Josh. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you, dude. Tony, you're amazing. Thank you for that. You know what is not amazing? The movie Pixel pixels but the f- sequel pixel freaks amazing <laughs> Hell yeah thank you so much appreciate that pixel freaks thank you next we got it's not the little grunt it's not the tiny grunt the jack of all grunts the queen grunt it's the king grunt the thank king so much grunt. support Sitting at the josh top. i don't where did you go josh i can't see you oh that's right because aries 0430 standing above me and his mustache has blotted out all light <laughs> brian's eyes are closed as he's saying this that's i literally funny. my eyes were closed it, adds to it. No it adds to it it adds to it yeah <laughs> next we got alex diaz with the awesome name we love that name alex, alex diaz, diaz. gears support. of war Next we got not the Phantom Menace, it's the Montana Menace, keeping it real. Love Hell you, bro. Hell yeah, sucking them the shells, Josh, maybe. killing it. We got Green Plumber, goes by a different name. Fucking
3: Ouija.
1: He is going to be on the podcast in less than a month, and we're going to talk about some some Zelda. It's going to be amazing. Hell yeah, can't I mean, wait. I'm going to love it. Josh is going to love it because he gets to hear it, even I'm though he's a Zelda guy. I'm going to uh, learn. Uh, next we got it's the best cereal in the world. It's Codyo's. Codyo, Kodeo. report. Next we got the guy who makes Josh feel ever so small. It's Joshy Big Boy. a Big Boy, we love you. Josh, you big boy, you're so big that you can see that spacebound rocket ship fly right by you because you're in the clouds. Next we got Ryan Barca. He's engaged because he's suave. He also likes NASCAR Thunder 2003 more than any Halo game. Thank you, Ryan Barca. <laughs> Thank you,
2: Ryan. Next we got Dustin Mandre. Destin Mandre, congratulations on being a dad. Hope it's going well we for got, you.
1: Yeah, dude, that is amazing. Congratulations, congratulations on that. Man. Seriously, wow. so cool. Next wow. we got Anthony Nicolosi from Kale Qual Entertainment. That's right. Lovely fellow. Thank Great to so have much. to see him on Appreciate TikTok you. recently. Next, we got Corey Hanks, who always speaks his mind. What I love about Corey Hanks is he'll message me and be like, yep, I got banned from this platform again. Here's my new one. <laughs> I love it. It's hilarious. Hilarious. Good dude. Next, we got Preyanshu. We love you, buddy. On Amazing vacation mod. Right now in Great India. guy. He's going to be doing a carnage report on the spoiler, a spoiler carnage report on the Divine Wind book very shortly here with Aaron. Look forward to that. Yeah! Very cool. Uh, thank you, Pray. Next, we got... Brent's onimo from Oni Nightwire. That's He's right. going to be on the Brent, podcast Brent, very soon Brent, again Brent. for another episode. Hell yeah! He is a sacred boy. He's going to be back. Thank Boys. you so much, bro. We appreciate you. Next, we got some protein
2: junk. Protein junk. I almost saw one of those left. You telling me you got four? Damn, I still need five.
1: Damn, Josh is he is deep on that. I'm driving lady. it into the ground, baby. I'm saying Get uh, it in on this one like turkey, You know how they put like. You know, they put like the beer or the Coca-Cola on the turkey sometime. I think they just put, just, just shove some protein jugs up there. See how that protein tastes. Protein jugs. <laughs> protein jugs. I got like, protein I jug have. right here. Next we got, drop it in from the ceiling with that double XP chili pod. It's MH Cosplay. Thank Mikey you, bro. MH Cosplay. Love you so much. Next we got the smartest dude in the room at all times. It's Genesis. Genesis. Love you. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Next we got Ian Big Dog Mills. He is about to go to the next level. Oh yeah, that's e-sports. the Halo content creator right there. Yep, that's for Halo Infinite. Hell yeah. Next, we got Photon, the spiciest meme lord of all meme lords. It's Photon. Thank you so much. Next, we got KN Nick who says, you know what? I support you guys for one simple reason. It's because of the quality. And he's here. The quality. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Next, I can't even see who it is because he's blotted out by so many women, but I'm pretty sure it must be Here Trevor Polkey. Yep. <laughs> I mean, Trevor Polkey. <laughs> Josh Polky. is like, you think they might be getting sick of the turkey lady? They're probably sick of all them women to talk about with Trevor Polkey. No, they're definitely not um, getting sick of the polkey Next, <laughs> we got the Shipleys. We have known them for so long. Yes. We're excited for them to play Halo Infinite. The Shipley. Love the, Love that couple. Lawn Division and the Flash. Thank you so much. Next, we got the OG Halo podcaster. It's Duststorm. Thank you Duston so much. Duststorm on Podtacular. Can't wait he's to see you. He's been playing he the campaign already. Hope you enjoy mm-hmm. it, bro. Mm-hmm. Love you. Thank you so much for that yeah, support. Thank you. And next, we got the guy who's always a little salty because he's not the number one patron. He's trying to take out Matthew Salvatore. It's Glass. Glass, you're amazing Glass. for sticking <laughs> around for so long. We love you. And finally, Josh, who do we have for our oldest running patron?
0: The Man of Salt, Justice League. Knew it needed more, ladies and gentlemen. Every time a Snack Snyder tweet goes out, He's like, oh,
2: you got a new conspiracy for a new movie.
0: I'm just kidding, guys. Uh, but love you, Matt. Love all you patrons out there. Thank you so much, everyone, for the continued support. Uh, can't wait to to go
1: into this with you guys. We are just three days away. Amazing. Here we go, guys. It's been over two years of Sacred Icon and six years since the last Halo game. This is the last you're gonna hear from me and Josh in in the. Well, I was gonna say in the flesh from our voice. It's the last you're gonna hear from us. <laughs> yes, before I leave my flesh. Uh, before present. you before you play before you play halo infinite guys it's been such a fun run getting here but Everything i think, we're just, Everything I think we're just getting started i think we're just getting started cuz we got so much more coming guys thank you for listening to this episode thank you for supporting us we love you this has just been an honor to do this we're just over the moon and as always guys keep it sacred